Hello everyone, I'm Bruffy1322 and welcome to the Choking Hazard Podcast Christmas Special. It's week 68 and we're here, we got GTA updates to talk about, we got GTA Definitive Editions to talk about, we got new rooms to talk about, we got controversies to talk about and it's been two months since the last time that we were here. Um, so there's there's a lot to pack in. As usual, got my co-hosts over there, Sugar Free Nos. That was a muted wave. <laughs> yeah, hello. Uh, RDT's down there. That was another muted wave. Can, can you guys get with the picture? Come on. I mean, it's the Christmas it's special. It's a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> Josh is over there. Yay. <laughs> and MB Hammer is, is in the airwaves, in the booth. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome to the show! There we go, that's the most excited I think I've ever heard you be. <laughs> um, so Josh has a bad throat, um, so we're going to go through as long as we can and maybe towards the end we'll have to speak for him, I'm sure we can do that. Um, we, we oh know, yeah, I know, we know I what know he thinks really about well. things now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean... Should should let should we do like a traditional start to a podcast and talk about a GTA DLC update? Yeah, update. Why not DLC? A piece of downloadable content. Okay, all right. <laughs> if I I had to bad, download right. it, and it is content. If I wasn't in pain, I would fight you. Yeah, <laughs> just take it today. We'll talk about it next time. Yes, we can. We can beat them today. <laughs> um it's only it's only what four days old this is the fourth day of a four very busy days um for me so i'm like i'm i'm right on the edge of losing my mind had to retest a lot of the tuners this morning all the tuner cars because uh, they've been nerfed um but apart apart from that have any of you actually played the uh the update yeah i've played a little bit of it and what are your thoughts I played one i played one little mission just one. I just like the start mission. Yeah, like a collect asset collection or something like that. That paid forty eight thousand dollars. Okay, so you didn't like go and meet Doctor Dre and all that kind of stuff. Like, have not gone that far. No, no. I was appalled by the payout and <laughs> that you had to do it in a public lobby and that yeah. there's a cooldown on a forty eight thousand dollar mission <laughs> in twenty twenty one. So I was like, you know what, this is fine. I'm just not going to play this. Okay. I mean, actually, there's an update on that that um, Rockstar have changed it so you can do it in invite only mission, invite only sessions now. Oh, beautiful! That was supposedly a bug. It wasn't so a bug, but it. they probably just saw that people weren't happy about it. I, 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 I almost didn't want to continue because of that as well. Like, it makes no sense that they've progressed so good in terms of like Kaioperico you can do in an invite only session, and I think it is it casino heist preps and things like that. But then, uh, and then they'd go for public session only with this. But they fixed it, so that's good. Nos, what are your thoughts? Why is the motorcycle <laughs> on the bottom level of the agency garage? Why? Why is her? Gar- Why? Why is it there? Why are there nine slots and then one on the top? Why? It doesn't make any sense. I can't organize the garages the way I need to because of the stupid motorcycle. I'm I'm upset. Is that is that is that the whole DLC broken for you at that point? 
I, I mean, yes, it it's terrible. It makes me angry. Like it, like like what? Like how do you have nine cars that match the theme? You either have eight or ten. You don't. You have nine. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honest. Like when I first saw that, I was like, okay, why? Why? Like it made no sense. But I didn't get quite as animated as you. Um, but now thinking, it, it was when I like put that gar- garage in the spreadsheet for all my garages. And I realized I had to divide it up with one slot and then 10 slots and then nine slots. And yeah, that's when it got me. And I thought, that makes no sense. Mark <laughs> says sometimes it's Lamar's emperor there. Oh, that would be way better. I wish it was just Lamar's emperor all the time. I could work with Lamar's emperor, okay? <laughs> but I can't But I can't work with a stupid motorcycle. Yeah, you want a, a, a garage full of like SUVs and you've just got this one motorcycle on the bottom level or something. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. And it could have easily gone up the top level. Like just just switch out the top level spot, put the bike there, and and then you have your free spot and 10 spots at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I know why there's the one slot on the top, because that's supposed to be like everybody's personal vehicle, you know, when they come in. Yeah, like you're the boss next to Franklin's car and stuff. Yeah, but I feel like they should have done it in the capacity like the, um, the bunker. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, you like you can drive into your bunker and there's like one slot specifically for your car in the bunker. That's that's what I would have done personally. But did you not know that that you could do that to the bunker? I, I knew that you could drive your car in. But when you say there's a spot specifically for your car, that's not to store it, right? No, it's not to store it. It's no. just to pull, pull it in. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah, that would have worked. I mean, yeah, to be fair, it's such a small grievance, but it is really annoying. Yeah, yeah, like in the great scheme of things, but it is is really annoying. Yeah, and it's it's just hard to like, like, and I think part of the problem is like I actually don't have enough vehicles anymore to like, like I don't want anymore. I'm believe reaching it or that not. point as well, actually. Like yeah. I've, I finally like, and I still got like 20 free slots. Like I just don't want any more cars. Like I have a two car and a six car garage, and I still don't have everything full. Do you like, want to know how many are the maximum slots that you can have now? Because I just worked it out. I updated the vehicle cost spreadsheet yesterday. Yeah. How many? Not including. Uh, this is not including the motorcycle clubhouse, which is only for motorcycles, or like arena slots that are only for the Cerberus or something. These are garage slots mm-hmm. that you can put anything in. Mm-hmm. 256. <laughs> nice. So two, 256 plus 10 motorcycles and then plus all of the slots that are only for one vehicle. Yeah. It's 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 a lot. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I, I like it a lot. No, it's not too much. I That's like it. It's too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is promoting sales to just sell more shark cards that that's the only reason they're not doing it because they want people to have more space for cars they just want people to buy shark cards well that was the thing that like i was saying early on in the days of gt online like when we were wanting more garage space when we only had like 10 20 30 car garages for a long time before we kept getting updates it was like well why don't they just give us more it incentivizes people to buy more shark cards to buy more cars and here we are on the other end of it, where we've got like almost too many at this point. Yeah, um, two hundred sixty. Yeah, slots. <laughs> it's it's a lot. 
but it's good. It gives people the the choice, I suppose. It gives people the freedom. I right. like it personally because that's the most fun thing to me is collecting and and you know borderline OCD like organizing the cars into themes. Like that's I like it. It's how I have fun. So yeah. Um. So in terms of like, have you done anything in the missions? Either of you? Like I know RDT had done the the first bit. You haven't either. No. I've been Josh, have you done it. anything on the new GTA Five DLC? <laughs> I watched you get excited that some single-player characters that I also don't know who are are in the game. <laughs> that was nice. There was a dog, and you were excited about it, and I was like, oh, good. You don't know Chop? You don't yeah. know Chop? You have to pet Chop? That's the best I thing about the DLC. The, game in like 10, the game's like 10 years old, guys. Like, <laughs> and and you get RP for petting Chop. Yeah, so you do. That's, that's good. I will. I will say that the new DLC made me laugh at something in GTA for like the first time in fifteen years when Lamar came in to the office on that first mission. Yeah. It was, it, that was. It was a great line. Yeah. I, to be fair, fantastic. like I've only played the first couple of missions, but the interplay between Lamar and Franklin, I thought, has been really good. Like already. Like, what did he say? He said uh, socially inappropriate racial epithets or something like that. Yeah, it's great. It's great. That was funny. <laughs> and then the second cutscene after that, after you meet Dr. Dre, is pretty funny as well. And it's like, they say something, and, and Franklin um, Lamar is like being uh, obnoxious and, and having a go at Franklin because of something Chop did. And Franklin just goes, "Well, sue him, like sue Chop." And it's just, like just the, 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 they've they've really done well with that. Like that's one of the best uh, things I think of the new DLC. The fact that it all had to be done in a public session really brought it down. But now that they've fixed that, I think that that's good. I don't know what the replayability of it is like. I don't think the profitability of it is like anything on Kyoperico levels, but. You know, it, it's kind of it's it's story content, and I know it's in GTA Online, but at least it's some, you know, story content, and we get some like Easter eggs into the other characters, and you get to see how Franklin and Lamar are doing and being successful, and it's kind of it's got a good feeling to it, I think. Um, so that's good. But why don't they just do the single player DLC? Well, yeah, it would be much one. better as a single player DLC. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe like focusing on all three of the characters and how they're doing ten years on or something like that. But hey, what can you do? Better than better than just some other random crap characters, right? Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. All the other characters GT Online has added has been just kind of, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, supposedly you can uh, you can play as Franklin Olimar at the end of it. Like there's some sort of extra bonus missions where you play as. Franklin, and if you've got somebody with you, he plays as Lamar. It's as part of GT Online, which is kind of crazy. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, talking about those characters, every time I go on, because I just got so bored with like all of the past DLCs at a certain point, Yeah, I get a call from Lesser that says, like, Aiden, love the job we did. Let's do the next one. I'm like, stop. I get a call from the casino lady. She's like, hi, can we talk? I'm like, shut up. I, don't, yeah. I just want to drive a car for two minutes yeah. without getting a phone call. Um, and the last two oh characters, especially with them, the Tuna DLC, those two knobheads 
Oh my god, those they, are the worst characters they, ever. We've gone from the worst characters ever to like some good characters. You know, they, they talk you up as well, Lamar and Franklin. Like it's it, it's like, oh yeah, they realize, you know, you've done a lot of stuff in the game and you think you're a big shot now. Good for you well, and stuff bro, like that. Lamar, Lamar picked you up at the airport, yeah. bro. He, he was you've seen where you've come. Yeah. yeah, October 1st, 2013. That's it. Lamar was there. <laughs> I, I liked the characters in the last DLC. You I did? thought they were funny as fuck. Oh, <laughs> I hated them. They grated on me so just, much. God, they're awful. They're not. They're awful. I liked Pablo. Yeah, that's what I love about them. They're hilarious. <laughs> I love how terrible they are. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Like uh, I think, I think their their script writing was actually really quite funny, and like it, it's it's a complete like both the last DLC and this DLC both have much better script writing than any of the previous dlcs even though there there wasn't that much scriptage in the last dlc but i think there there may be maybe you know hitting hitting a a, a running stride if you like with the script writing a little bit more now i mean it feels like they've Hopefully. sort of dabbled with story aspects to a lot of the dlcs over the years and like there was those sort of casino story missions and the yacht story missions and stuff but they were all fairly short and nothing substantial uh yeah. and then i guess we get with the, the blend between like online and story is disappearing a little bit with franklin and stuff coming back especially with the way that this feels more like a, a story and with proper cutscenes and everything like that like i said it years ago i wouldn't be surprised if gta 6 was just like some sort of mash of an online version and you play the story as an online character or something like that fallout wouldn't surprise 76. me so yeah fallout 76 yeah yeah so who knows um but on on the point of annoying things to you know small seemingly small things to be annoyed about, um, did anybody see the stuff about the ardent? No, so I you, don't even know what that is. Yeah, the, the, so I still the, have one. Do I need to get rid of it? Well, no. You know how you can never the ardent is a sports classic car, and yeah. it's right on the top pace of the Turismo Classic, the Cheetah Classic, the Rapid GT Classic. But because it's got two little piddly guns on it, you're not allowed to use it in races. Yes. It came with the gun running DLC, and then they've added cars after that that have guns on them, but they're just disabled in races and you can use them. So it's always been this thing that there's always been this car that is so good and really nice to drive and right on the top pace of sports classics. So we would just give more balance to sports classic races. And we've never been able to use it, even though there's other weaponized vehicles that we can use. Oh, wait, uh, hold on. Can I guess what's about to happen? What's about Can to I happen? Guess? Go on. C- can you use it in sports races, but not sports classics? No, you, you're close no? to, like, you um, got the right idea. Let's put oh, it that okay. way. Okay. So we were all really excited about this because we looked in the creator. Someone found it in the creator, you know, how you go to available vehicles and you can choose what's available for a race. And the Ardent was there in sports classics. So was the JB700W. Um, the night shark in off roads that was that was available to use in races, and there was something else as well. Uh, anyway, it, it was inconsequential. It was the ardent that is the main one. So it was like ten minutes of jubilation. They've finally, after like five years since gun running, made the ardent available in races. Paragon R Armand, yes, um, and. Ten minutes later, someone found out and realized and posted in the chat. 
that it's only the stock version that's available in races. If you have a custom version, you can't use it. (laughs) So rendering it completely useless, because the stock version obviously isn't on the pace of the Top Sport Classics. So That's just just classic Rockstar. They go 99% of the way (laughs) to solving a problem and then don't at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, yeah. So that was uh, that was lovely. Thanks, Rockstar, mm. for that. It was it was ten minutes of jubilation, and then right back down. It was, we were fair, if they'd not enabled it whatsoever, we would have been in a better position mentally than if they they were enabled it halfway, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then taken it away from us. Our emotional pain is immeasurable. I don't know. They, they try really hard to make it so that the one percent is ruined. Yeah, it's just like like. In all of the the multi the, the on the sorry in all the story missions for like Red Dead Redemption two and GTA five, they spent so much developer time making it so that if you walk too far away from this person, the mission fails, and if you, you know, do all this other stuff, it takes this takes more effort than just not doing that. But they do it, and it's just <laughs> insane that they always had this track record. Mm. Such a shame. Such a shame. We were so close. Maybe it gives hope that, like, oh, it was just someone, you know, someone overlooked it and they only made it available for stock and it was just a, a little thing that they can fix or something. But yeah, just, just wait another five years. Yeah. We'll yes. at least have to wait till the next DLC or maybe expanded and enhanced. I don't know, but that's probably going to be a train wreck, let's be honest. Mm. If the definitive editions are anything to go by, look at that segue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we talked about the definitive editions in the last podcast, um, and basically, For if you quite want, a while. yeah, but if you want the story of what happened with the definitive editions, you just need to go to the last podcast and listen to us talking about what will probably happen, and it pretty much all happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, apart from what was the thing? Because Josh, you got like everything right in your predictions, apart from like one thing or something. What was it? Two two things I was wrong about. Okay. So the first thing I was wrong about the the GPS function. Do you remember when I said how the hell would they program the that GPS? That was all route? me, baby. I said <laughs> that was going to be a thing, and Josh was like, "No." Yeah, it actually is. Like they <laughs> yeah. they did, but they did what I said, and they used AI pathing for it. So it's kind of terrible, but it's yeah. still like yeah. What, what does that exactly mean? Like, how did they do that? So like the the way AI works in the games is. I'm gonna simplify it because my throat hurts. It's like you, they, they're on like there's like invisible collision things like on the roads, right? And they hit one collision thing. When they hit it, it tells them, "Hey, this are the other possible collision things you can go to next." So if they come to like a, a intersection and they can go left, forwards, or right, the sphere will have like the data of the sphere on the left, the sphere in front of them, and sphere to the right, and they'll okay. pick one at random and go like, and you can like. Um, it's complicated with like how nav nav measures and stuff work, but using that, you can create a chain to get to where you need to go. Okay. Um, they they do that, and the way it works is it's like it, it go it goes from like where you are to the closest like AI node, and then it'll go all the way to there, and then it'll go to the closest AI node, and then it just draws a straight line to the marker. <laughs> so it doesn't take very good routes, but it's still I'm actually impressed they added it. It was actually. Unironically, a good feature to add for people that don't know the map. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was wrong about. Do you remember I was saying that they just enabled the cheat code for the 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 drive-by shooting in SA? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it just isn't in the game. 
They just lied. There is no feature. Yeah. Just, oh really? It's just up there in the first place. It just place. doesn't exist. I don't. I don't know what the, they're talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. you can like on PC if you you know in the originals you had to like, US, you had to hold look left or look right, and then your character would lean out the appropriate window, and then you could shoot. Yeah. Well, now if you just rotate your camera in a direction and then left and then shoot, they'll shoot the the way you're looking right, like either full left or full right, and that happens in all free games. Um, but I need to go on the store page to see what they wrote. Maybe they changed it. Um, but yeah, they said, um, they said there was going to be for San Andreas specifically, there was a, a thing, wasn't there? Where's the, they said you were going to have free aim, right? In the car. Yeah, they said specifically, um, I think it was enhanced drive-by controls. Yeah. With upgraded drive-by controls in GTA San Andreas. It's like, I still have no idea what they're talking about. And I've played the game a lot, right? <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. So it looks exactly just, the same. <laughs> yeah, so that just isn't in the game. So I was wrong. It, it wasn't even they were just activating a cheat code all the time. They just didn't do anything. So <laughs> my bad. Um, and then there were, like, because the, I don't think any of us predicted um, that it would actually be the mobile ports that they the the, the mm. widely panned and terrible mobile ports from the tenth anniversary was it the tenth anniversary of the games uh, that that it was the same studio that made them and they've just taken those mobile ports and then made them in the definitive editions and all the problems that the mobile ports had carried over to the definitive editions too in addition to all the new stuff that has been widely covered on YouTube videos and stuff it, like absolute train wrecks of games it's insane some yeah. of the things i've seen on videos with the rain and like it, it's so bad yeah i because i was one of the first people to get towards the end of the game there's like a clip of me in vertical birds which is like one of the last missions where you like spawn and you're right next to the ocean and there's a boat you're supposed to get in but it's raining scripted and it just looked terrible. That clip of me is went like everywhere. It was on like a, yeah, the I H3 I, yeah. podcast or whatever. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Because I was I was the only person, like, you know, the game was like three hours released, right? And I was already at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, subtle flex, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, but yeah, the so so from my perspective of so 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 my reviews of the games, I've played all of them. GTA 3 is the best because it had the least stuff for them to mess up. And the least and the most improvements for them to add because it had the least stuff, right? Like just having mouse look or free look in vehicles in that game is like a big win. Yeah. So that's like so GTA 3 is actually pretty good. And in version 1.0, they accidentally added a speedrun glitch as well, where if you switch weapons repeatedly uh, between fists and pistol, uh, you you teleport, you move really fast. Uh, so that's cool. Um, they patched it out immediately, but you just play the old versions. Um, Vice City is also kind of fine, but the problem with Vice City is that it has helicopters, uh, and the helicopter controls, I don't know how many people are into aviation, but in a helicopter you have up, down, you have like lean left and lean right, and then you have like rotate left and rotate right. Well, you can't rotate left and rotate right. The controls just don't exist to do that. You can only lean, you can only lean, yeah. Oh Um, my god. So, well, so that's kind of wow. Hmm? 
But yeah. that was, I mean, why are those, why have those been removed? That's strange. I don't know. It just doesn't exist. Um, oh, and the Dodo controls in GTA 3 are also removed, so you can't fly that properly. Oh, oh sorry. I, I'm, I'm speaking, sorry, keyboard and mouse. I think with controller, you can do the things I'm saying, sorry. But on keyboard and mouse, you can't do. You can't control the Dodo in 3, and you can't control the helicopter in Vice City. But obviously, the helicopter is supposed to be flown in Vice City. Um... <laughs> But then in San Andreas, so it's really weird when I'm doing like runs of it, because of course I am, because it's the new hotness. Um, I actually enjoy the game until I get to Los Venturas, and then flight school happens, and then I just want to die. Because <laughs> the, the biggest problem, again, this is a PC problem, the biggest problem is that accelerate is bound to W, which, you know, makes sense. But if I so like if I say what what does accelerate mean in a car? It means you go forwards, right? What what does accelerate in a plane mean? It means you go forwards. What does accelerate in a helicopter mean? Up. Right. What have they bound it to? Lean forward. Lean right? forwards. Ah. Uh, instead, to go up in a helicopter, it's left click, and to go down, it's right click. Now I have the couple of times I've played games that like I have to fly on keyboard. I do use like shift for up and control for down. And then Q and E goes this way and then W A S and D. So but maybe I'm weird, I don't know. That's not that's not too bad. I'm getting worse, hang on. Um but but anyway, if I want classic controls where W accelerate in a helicopter means to go up. Uh, you can't because if I unbind that, I'm unbind. I have to accelerate in cars with like whatever button I bound it to, right? Like it's not gonna work. The worst thing of all is jetpack uses helicopter controls, so it's left click to go up and right click to go down in jetpack. What's the problem? How the do you problem? shoot? Left and right click. <laughs> so, you- so is it simultaneous? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go up, you shoot. If you aim with a gun, you go down. Nice. Um, bad. And again, sounds I, like it's I, like running fine. That's what I, <laughs> I would have decided. If I want to rebind these things, it's really awkward because if I change one thing, I change everything. It's yeah, there's terrible. no like separate controls for each type vehicle type or anything like that. Yeah, Ugh. and they've also. And oh, and what's more confusing is the Hydra. You know, the Hydra can either be a plane or a helicopter in like hover mode. That uses the correct controls. In when you're in a hover mode in a Hydra, W is up. So okay. What the hell are they doing? Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the other problem is that they've broken the AI accuracy. So I think every AI in the game has a hundred percent accuracy all of the time. Oh no! Dude, they're not even getting, getting on a motorcycle. Melted. Like fixes yeah, that? Nope. No, no, they, they, uh, yeah, they, they, that's it. They fixed the AI accuracy bug by having it broken all the time, regardless. <laughs> same, with, same with the frame rate. They fixed all the frame rate bugs by having it broken all of the time, regardless. Have you gone into the water, RDT, and tried to swim? Uh, maybe. Because know. it's maybe like you go super slow or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Skydiving is all the FPS bugs. I said that they probably weren't going to fix. They didn't. They just made them broken all the time. So at least it's <laughs> consistently broken now, instead of it's based on frame rate, but it's terrible. But Oh, so even at 30 FPS, it'll still be broken? Yeah, same, same. 
Wow. Um, yeah, so swimming is terrible. Um, but yeah, anyway, with the there's a mission called Green Goo where you need to like steal the goo from the train and you ha- you're locked into the jetpack. Uh, that mission is close to impossible with the terrible jetpack controls and the 100% AI accuracy M4 army dudes that are guarding the Green Goo. Wow. It's close to ter- close to impossible. Even with like and, speedrun strats, we're like struggling to do it. Can you use a controller and the controls work? Like, like for maybe. Or... I mean, I don't want to do that. I know I some know. people that are switching between keyboard, and mouse, and controller. And hang on, that. hang on. Let me let me just for a moment channel my inner rock star apologist. Um, Josh, it's because games were harder back in the day. You just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's weird because they they fully heal you every time you start a mission, which should make and there's checkpoints which should make the game easier, but it's just harder. Oh, but there's one mission, a home in the hills, a home in the hill where you like go from Los Venturas to return to Los Santos at the end. That mission they've nerfed the AI, just that one. Every single AI in that mission will go bang one bullet, and then they just stare at you. <laughs> you can just walk through the mission. It's absurd. Oh, that's good, dude. Um, I was playing through San Andreas on xbox and i was just getting melted i was like i don't remember being this bad at the game <laughs> yeah and <laughs> i was just getting murdered every yeah. two seconds now you it's know why ridiculous yeah. yeah so yeah a lot of stuff is broken they like, fixed all of the bugs with the original game by just having them be broken all of the time instead that's how yeah. i describe it that's um, crazy yeah and I, I i i see everywhere across the entire internet a ton of copium going around that they'll just fix it guys but I don't think they will, because it's like you've already what? bought it, losers. Why would they <laughs> yeah. fix it now? <laughs> like I don't remember if I said it last time, but I said like they say it's Unreal Engine, but it isn't. It's just the original game running with Unreal Engine graphics. Well, I was right because an interview came out, and the lead like designer or programmer or whatever just described it as exactly that. It's running on two game engines. It's running on the original game engine. And then a translation rendering layer is happening to translate all the old, like draw polygon stuff into the new Unreal Engine stuff. So all the stuff you see with your eyes is Unreal Engine, but it doesn't actually handle any of the physics or anything. It's the old game still running underneath it. Meddling that bureaucracy. Sounds like, that sounds like a disaster. Like, how do you fix anything? You have like twice as many problems. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they fix it. I think it's just broken. Because I, I heard that they like they put a lot of like the dev team like to go over and help um, with the the definitive edition, like the main dev team. Yeah, but um, but, but like, like what then do they Rockstar released devs it. Know about Unreal Engine and Renderware Engine. Nobody who works at Rockstar worked on these games twenty years ago, and no yeah. one at Rockstar uses the Unreal Engine. So yeah. What are they gonna do? Yeah. How do they it, help? And but then they released a patch, didn't they? And they fixed like a load of bugs with it, from what I saw. Yeah, but the, but... They fixed all of the bugs that are on social media, even the ones that weren't actually bugs. You oh, see really? the thing where if you wiggle in GTA Three, your car gets bigger. Uh Did you see that? that was, yeah, that I was saw a really that. Viral yeah. one going around. That's bullshit. That's not how that works. To do that glitch, you have to do a really complicated, like speedrun style setup with the car crusher, and you glitch your car out of the car crusher, and then it breaks like stuff with the car. And then if you drive around, it gets broken. You have to intentionally do a multi-step setup to make that happen. <laughs> and someone just recorded it and put it online, and it was like, "Hey, look, it's broken." 
And there were other things as well where people are claiming that you can like cancel fall damage by using the weapon wheel to slow down time. But no, they're just landing on a ledge every time, which <laughs> cancels fall damage in the original games. It's so <laughs> annoying. These games have enough problems and people are just making shit up that isn't actually a problem. And yeah. then they're fixing it. And it's just like, I'm fixing <laughs> but, that. Fix but Josh, things. clout. We need clout. <laughs> oh, it's so horrible. Do you think that's yeah. like a, a product of people that haven't played the games as extensively as you have? Like when someone, you know, finds out that Paul McCartney did a song with Kanye and they're like, I like this Paul McCartney guy. I hope he goes somewhere. Like not realizing that, that, he, that he has been famous for, I mean, you know, the decade. Yeah, for that's, that's, why people, that's why people are sharing and spreading it. But people recording it have to be doing it intentionally and just lying. There's no way you could do it accidentally. Like a guy flew a hydra up and jumped out and landed perfectly on the side of a building and made it slow motion as he landed on it. Like you don't do that accidentally while we were recording. There's no way, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But but the car crusher thing is impossible. You cannot do that accidentally. Um yeah. I, I I would be interested to know your experiences with the game, RDT, since since you are like the target audience for the game. And you got it, and you played it. You know, have I didn't you buy encountered? It, no, you got on Game Pass, right? Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna spend my money. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not the the target target audience. I, I'm like, I'll play it and be fine with it. Um, Did you experience cool. anything that was like game breaking, or, or I took away from the experience? Other than like getting murdered way more than usual. Um, not really. I thought the graphics were a decent upgrade. I, I don't, I'm not sure if they upgraded the car handling, but it felt better to me. That might have been like placebo or something. It's exactly the same. Oh, okay. okay. But it felt better to me. I don't know why. Mm. Um, FPS, maybe? Could have been. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Uh, I thought the weapon wheel was a cool addition. I thought the, you know, the story was the same old story. Of course. And uh, I had fun playing it for as long as I did. I only got to San Fierro. But, and Josh said that it gets way worse after that. So maybe I won't. I'll just keep those memories. <laughs> say that it's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just people buy it and then yeah. let it be. There's a few missions where you have to swim in San Fierro. So good luck with that. If you don't know speedrun strats to cheese it. Which I don't. So. <laughs> no, yeah, enjoy swimming very, very slowly. Yeah, the, and there's oh, some yeah, the missions that are like time gated, like you've got a time limit and you can't actually get the mission completed in the time because the swimming is so slow or something. I saw something like that at least. Well, you could drown to death, I'm sure, in that one mission. Yeah. Where Possible. you swim under the rocks. Mm. Oh, yeah, swimming under the rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we skip that in speedruns. We just, we no, just yeah, climb you just on yeah. yeah, you climb on the rocks, hop out, find a boat, and just drive to where we need to go on the boat. Uh, okay. <laughs> Screw the swimming. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Probably, actually. The, it is quite a long swimming section. You're underwater for a long time. So, yeah, you could drown. I remember that one, yeah. Damn. Well, well done, Rockstar. Good job. Mm. Yeah. They just, outsourced, they just outsourced it to the cheapest people that they could find. Yeah. Now they have this broken mess that nobody that works there know how to fix. So, <laughs> Hey, but they've made hundreds mm. of millions of dollars. So who's the real loser here? Not them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, it's funny, wish... I was saying oh, before, sorry to cut you off, but I was saying before in the pre-show that I got an Oculus Quest, my first, you know, dip into VR. 
And then I saw that they're remaking San Andreas for VR as well. So I'll probably uh, buy that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that will be a fun speed run to watch you do, Josh. That was I good. don't have an Oculus. I can't. Oh, that's right. Shoot, you have a It's vibe. Oculus only, and I'm not making a Facebook account. So <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no, I don't recommend it. No. I can't wait for people to call me politically incorrect racial epithets. <laughs> Just like in, <laughs> in my living room. <laughs> yeah, imagine being called a buster in VR. <laughs> I think it's. I think that that version is based on the old version of SA. It's not even the new version. They're taking the, the old version. Oh, and also, yeah, that I don't know if I. I'm pretty sure I brought it up on this podcast a long time ago. But I said that Rockstar were hiring virtual reality devs for their Sydney studio. Yeah, this is what that is. Yeah. I thought it was GTA Five VR, but it's this. So, even more disappointed. <laughs> Uh, we'll look forward to um, your review on it, RDT, after you've played it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I actually watched your stream on the morning of it being released, Josh, uh, and and I just I had so many relatable moments in those first like ten fifteen minutes when you were getting everything set up and starting it out. Oh, like that's what that note means. Yeah, <laughs> people like. There was something that someone told you about, like, and you were fiddling with the settings and you kept going back and then you put something to the maximum setting and then someone came in and said, what about this? And you just, you, you lost it. You're, it's on max already. Like, yeah. like, and I totally, especially being three days ago that the, the DLC for GT Online released, like those DLC streams are, are big streams where something's released and you just get these people coming in telling you things that you already know and you've, you've, explained 300 times already i just related to it so much and i thought it was hilarious to actually watch it happen to somebody else yeah so thanks for that my my favorite thing in the whole world is when people try to tell me stuff about san andreas (laughs) just like you have no idea who i am (laughs) yeah yeah Thank you to the the mods, by the way, for helping on DLC day. <laughs> so a lot of the time, I just can't. I could if I had to actually answer these questions that people keep putting in all the time, I, I wouldn't be able to do a stream. No, no, it's it's the ones that come in when you've got the big green letters on the screen saying the DLC has not been released yet. Yeah, it is expected yeah. at ten AM UK time. Is and the, DLC the amount out? of people come in yeah. that say, is the DLC out? Don't even pay attention to you, bruv. Nah. Don't even pay attention to the screen. I know, rather than using Google, I'm going to use Twitch chat as Google. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. It's so frustrating. That that text on the screen thing, it was just like, as soon as I went into your stream, I was like, this needs to be in the middle of the screen <laughs> and change multicolored. <laughs> I mean, like, I think I, the, I do that as well. The very first time, to. like I, I, I did that. I did like I made it the entire size of the screen and just put it yeah, right in the middle because I was getting sick of people asking. And then I thought, okay, well let's let's do it reasonably so I can actually place other stuff. But mm. yeah, no, I think I think we'll it. have to we'll have to find some sort of OBS plugin that makes the text flash like a nineties web page. Yeah, DVD screens over. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Andrew Back is in the chat. He posted it. He made me a HTML thing that is a DVD screensaver of whatever text you put in. Yeah, so you can that, have that just on the bounce around the screen. Yeah, yeah, that, that's. But yeah, I, I have this. I have the same problem. It was like after the F one race, I have this thing where every Monday we do F one talk one hour into the stream. We have to wait an hour to let everyone join because otherwise we repeat ourselves. Mm. 
Um, so I had it on the screen. I said F1 talk is in and then a timer. And people kept coming into the stream to ask when F1 talk was or if they missed it. So I made eventually I made it really big. And then someone came into the stream and asked when it was. And it was like covering the entire screen. I was like, you moron. And everyone in <laughs> chat was angry at them. And they were like, sorry, I'm on audio only on my phone. And I'm just like, ah, what, what, what do I do? Right? Oh, man. Yeah. I did his. I tend to talk about the F one like on the Sunday stream, the first like ten fifteen minutes of the Sunday stream after it's happened, and then you always get people coming in, even though it's say like we say specifically no Formula One spoilers or anything like that. We will talk about the Formula One later on in the podcast, by the way. But um, we had someone yeah. at the start of the podcast asking what your F one thoughts were in chat. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> um, but like. And then you, you, I, I always say, like, okay, just watch the VOD, like the first 15 minutes of the VOD, just go back and watch it. And then someone left a comment on a YouTube video, and, and I think it was Dimmite left a response saying, oh, it's it just it's in the first 15 minutes of the VOD on Sunday. And the guy responded back to that saying, oh, but that means I'd have to go to Twitch and search through the, the, the video. <laughs> and I responded, and I responded being like, it's the first 15 minutes. Just load up the video. Watch the first 15 minutes and be done with it. It's like Press people do play. not want to put in any effort for themselves. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not well, going to I'm not going to regurgitate 15 minutes of thoughts in text mm-hmm. just for your comment. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, I I do an hour in because it gives people like cuz I have a lot of live viewers that want to talk about it. So I wait for an hour to let everyone join. Yeah. And it's also an easy timestamp to get to. But but yeah, 15 minutes, like, it doesn't matter what. But yeah, it's just like people just don't want to. It's just like, especially with something like a sport, you don't want to just keep repeating yourself and talking about it because there's like more people than not don't care about it. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like you're going to lose all your viewers just constantly talking about it. Yeah. <sighs> and especially, especially for me when I'm doing like speed runs, if like because they're recorded live, that the start of the video is like the start of the run or whatever. It's like I don't want the start of the video to just me me in some conversation with live stream chat, right? I need to like the start, the first five minutes of every speed run I do has to be sort of YouTube oriented to try to actually have any YouTube audience at all. Yeah, that makes sense. Problem. Um, should we move on then? Uh, because Nos, you're in a new room. Um, yeah. I mean, there's two of you are in your rooms, actually. Adity, is that the same room for you? Same room, baby. Same room. We're in the same room, but you've had the most rooms of anybody throughout the entire podcast, though, so... What what if Hammer's in a new room? Yeah, we would never know. Yeah, I'm not. No, okay. Okay. Well, I've been been in three rooms so far on my podcast journey, so this is my third room. Yeah. What was the third? Oh, yeah, because you had this one trailer, the... you got rid of that trailer and moved yeah. a new trailer in. Yeah, same place, but different trailer. Different room. Yes, different, different room. Domicile. Yes, yes, that's true. This now, is, this is my third room as well, and I've been here way less than you. <laughs> way less yeah. time. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've only had two rooms, and ADT's had like seven. Yeah, something like that. Oh, no, I did hmm. some streams from Xerxes' uh, old place, so I've had three rooms too. In Sweden. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Uh, who, yeah, who wants Which, to go first? I'm probably going to do a shorter version. All so right, go I on start? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, so I'm in uh, 
this is my original like bedroom from when I was like a teenager and stuff in my parents' house. Uh, so long story short, I broke up with my girlfriend of over ten years. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I left the flat after we had an argument. Um, and now I temporarily live with my parents with their terrible internet. Also, I might, if, my, if I disappear, my internet's dying. It just doesn't. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and I'm temporarily living here until I can figure out a new life plan because I have no idea anymore. Maybe move to Sweden with my friends. I don't know. There's my desk that I used to use, and my sim racing setup is just kind of sat there in my gear stick is just sat on the windowsill not attached to anything and here's a you, pillow you you've actually managed to set up the sim in a, in a way like in the, because it looked like you were having trouble trying to do it on twitter and then you eventually got it sorted but isn't it precarious yeah. or something yeah yeah so so um i'm using every single power socket available to me in this room i'm using every single usb port available to me on my computer with a usb hub but i can't have any more usb hubs because i don't have any more power sockets so i'm limited on that um my vr lighthouses are just sat on either ends of the desk that i'm using they're just sat there so if i ever accidentally knock my desk and they move i have to reset up all the vr stuff um if i push too hard on the chair i'm gonna push the, the my desk too far back against the wall and it's gonna tip over and break my neck um <laughs> The pedals, you can't see it, but the pedals are just against a storage box that I'm using with all my cables and stuff in. So I can push against that, but it's way too close. So my knees are hitting like the top of this thing. Um, the cables barely reach because obviously I can't have that many. I used to have a USB hub dedicated for this, all the stuff in it. Obviously I can't do that because there's no power socket. So they have to stretch all the way to my computer. So they're like, you can see them, right? They're really taut. Um... What else? Yeah, it's not great. The things you do for racing. I mean, in a yeah, way, it's good that you've got the VR setup to be able to, um, you know, right. you don't need a screen taking up more space yeah, yeah. somewhere as well. Where do you sleep? Oh, there's another room, a bedroom. Ah. He sleeps oh. in the eye racing setup. Um, <laughs> yeah, sleeps in the chair. Like, I, I, did Dracula. <laughs> I did tweet a picture of it um, on my profile. I'll, I'll find it and link it so you can show it. Um, but that my bedroom is like, it's a bed, then it's all of my stuff in boxes, and I have my big 4K TV on top of the storage boxes. So I can watch oh, TV I did see that beds, tweet, yeah. Sort of. Uh, I'm scrolling, here it is. Uh... You might be the first person to die in a car crash in a racing sim <laughs> if the <laughs> desk falls on your head. Yes. That's a good one, Gil Viper. I, I yeah. love your artwork there, by the way. Of of Thomas, let's just take something positive from this. Oh yeah, because yeah. this um, is depressing. Don't get me wrong. It, it's behind me though. Yeah, yeah but you're that. That is in the picture. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, good old Thomas, teenager. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's Thomas Tank and Jim being spray painted, like uh, tagged uh, by like uh, is that a yeah. Banksy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, what's that like? Going back to the parents, is it is it as bad oh, as terrible. Thought there's it would a reason. Be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's a reason I moved out as early as I possibly could. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the the power went out the other day here. That was fun. Just just this road. It's just this house because like the water table or whatever shorted something. I don't know. We never figured it out, but 
the internet cuts out constantly, even though we've we we upgraded to like the best package we can get. It's just inconsistent is the problem. Mm. Um, um, yeah, neighbors are loud, constant dog barking. Parents like to argue a lot. Um, pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, but but um, but I, I have lots of friends in Europe, and I have wanted to move to Europe for a really long time. Um, and I guess now I'm just gonna do that. Um, yeah, I, I am. I'm I'm saving a lot of money because um, obviously Definitive Edition came out, and I did loads of content, so. I've I've made a bunch of money and I'm no longer spending a bunch of money, so I'm just going to save up. Uh, ESA happens in person in February, so I'll go there, talk to a bunch of people, and then yeah, see what happens. Well, good ebbs and flows, brother. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's all ups and downs, life. Yeah. Speaking of Over ups here and downs, you. Nos. <laughs> yeah, your turn, Nos. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this Christmas well, special is making other people feel better by like just yeah. the consequence of the bad situations. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it could be Josh worse. Josh and I are going to take the suffering, and I'm suffering less than he is, that's for sure. Um, but, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm in my I'm in my own house, and I'm paying all my bills, and, you know. Okay, we, we've kind of swapped situations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true, so. actually. Yeah, you mm. guys have swapped in the, in the space yeah. of one podcast. You've swapped situations completely. Yeah, yeah, do, we've do, you traded. Wanna, do you want to swap back? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Thank you, Friday. But, um, yeah, so I think I tell, I think on the last podcast, did I tell everyone that I got kicked out of my home? Did I? Did I tell? Yeah, people? yeah. You, you, may, you, you, you might have mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, you were still yeah. in your home, but you, it was, it was all coming to yeah, an end. Yeah, yeah. I got my eviction notice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my mother kicked Mavis and I out, um, and I had to be out by the end of the year. That's a good um, point, actually. I just to interrupt. There's a good, you know, in the chat, and Josh can go live with Nasa's mum. I was spitting there that. now. I was like, oh, yeah. so your mum's single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my mother's my mother's been single for a very long time, and with good reason. You would not okay. like it there. <laughs> um, go on then. Sorry, Nas. But yeah, so uh, Mavis and I got kicked out, um, and I had to find a place before the end of the year. I found this place that I'm in um, for rent, you know, because I have no credit because I've bought everything in cash because I've never needed to finance anything before because why would I pay more for something when I could pay less for something? Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've already secured my future, right? I, tr- I can trust my mother to keep her end of the deal, right? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. I know that problem. It's so difficult. Like it, it makes it like they don't they don't tell you about that in like that you need a in school you need a credit history. So that means you need to like get credit and you need to buy stuff on credit so you've got some good credit history to show. And but then it comes to you needing to like get a mortgage or something like that. And it's like oh well you've yeah. you've not shown any credit history. <laughs> All right, okay. I just you yeah. know I've been a good upstanding citizen that only pays for stuff when I have the money. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I always knew that, like, I, I mean, I knew all this stuff that, like, you needed a credit history and blah, 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 blah. But, like, I figured that I had kind of avoided that because of the original, to update everyone, the original plan is, um, was, you know, I, uh, my mother, uh, 
bought the land and the old house we were on, and then she financed a new uh, new mobile home that got put on the lot. Um, she financed a little over thirty thousand dollars, and the deal was that like I would pay for half of that. Um, and then, uh, we'd both pay it off together and she was going to move to Birmingham, which is the main city in Alabama, um, and get a condo cause she's always wanted to live in the city. Um, and then I would then stay there at our home and take care of it, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it would pretty much be mine. Um, so that was our plan. I paid her all the money. Plus some, you know, I was paying her like $200 a month, I think, towards the balance of the home. And then I paid her like three lump sums of $5,000. Um, and uh, a couple months after I did my last payment, she uh, she told me that she was giving me my money back and she and she was kicking me out and she would not be happy unless she lived alone. So... Which yeah. was kind of what she wanted, but like later on down the line, she decided to just move it forward. Like she was going to move out, and you were going to have that house, which was going to be perfect because you've already paid it off, and you know it was it was it was ideal. But then she decided yeah. to sort of bring that significantly yeah, she further just, forward. She, yeah, she just couldn't. She just couldn't live with me anymore. And okay. yeah, and that, because like I had the audacity to have friends over or be in the living room. So, yeah, because the living room, living, yeah, the living room was her space. You know, I I couldn't, couldn't be in the living room. So, um, yeah, Yeah, I I almost, I I feel like the, the, the new girlfriend may have had something going on there. Oh, 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 definitely. Like, like I was, I was, yeah, I was visibly becoming a lot more happy um i was having friends over often and then you know i'm in a good relationship and you know i guess all of that was an affront to my mother so yeah yeah so she gave me four thousand lump like like to get me out and then she's paid me like another two thousand. So she's and she's just paying me a thousand dollars a month. And luckily, she's actually doing it and keeping her word. I didn't think she wouldn't, but um, you know, that's kind of the situation we're in. We moved into this place at the beginning of November, so we've been here a month and a half, and it's it's okay. Um, I like it. It serves it serves its purpose. There's still a lot of stuff I need to do to make it. You know like feel more like a home i guess and um uh still need quite a bit of money but you know here we are we i've got we've got enough to pay our bills and 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 we're you know we're functioning we're we're living and it's okay but you know it's it's just an old house that's been redone enough to warrant to justify renting it out you know it's it's not it's not particularly nice but it's not particularly bad either um it's got a uh you know a big thing for me like i didn't want a um mavis has a cat um and i hate pets um so the the house has a sunroom um so that's that's like mavis's space like she has all her crafts in there and and the cat stays in there and and stuff and it works out really well because it like is connected to our bedroom so so it's just, yeah, this is a this is a temporary arrangement. It's how can you hate cats? Uh, I hate litter boxes. I hate the responsibility of feeding an animal. Like it's like 
once you have a pet, you can't just go and leave for like four days at a time. That yeah, is cats, true. Cats like dump in the house, walk in their dump, and then jump on your countertops. I'm not <laughs> saying I don't like cats that much, you know, but like they're not they're not exactly the the yeah. best pets. Um, yeah, so I'm a dog. Is, I'm a dog person. <laughs> it is the exact. We have the exact opposite situation because I don't have a cat anymore, and now you've oh. gained a cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't mind the cat at all. Like my anxieties really come from like having an animal unattended in my space, right? Like because that's what happened when I was a kid. You know, I, I my cat would destroy our furniture when we were gone, and then my dogs would destroy our house when we were gone. Oh, you yeah. know, so <laughs> yeah. So the fact that the, like, there's a space we can put the cat in that's not like abusive because like locking a cat in like a bedroom or something is kind of like not cool but this is like a huge sunroom with a bunch of natural light and then get up on the windowsills and like it's it's a it's large like an room. apartment for the cat sort of thing kind of yeah, yeah. In, in a way um so like the space really works for us um it, so- it kind of sounds very similar to like my first house when i i, I just needed to get a house so that Zexy and I could move in together because we were in different countries and we couldn't have that anymore. And it was it was basic, but it, it served its purpose, you know. It, it was it was it did the job of getting us together so we could find something better. I think it was like a year and a half later or whatever it is. It did it, it, I think first first time places they don't have to be perfect. You they are what you make of them, you know. We made it as cozy and nice as possible. But you you look back and you think, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best, but you, you've done yeah. it. You know, you're you're there. You're on the first step out. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. It's it's and and we're gonna be here for two years. Uh, the we signed a two year lease, yeah. so um, it was a two year or a one year. But if I signed a one year lease, it the rent would have been uh, like fifty dollars more a month or something like that. So I just decided to go ahead because I'm doing a lot of. I've had I've gotten permission to do work to the shed that's out back. Because um, it needs it needs significant work, um, so I mean, if I'm gonna do all that work, I figure I might as well be here long enough to reap the benefits of it. So, um, yeah. How'd you get all your cars over there? Um, Just driving back and forth. Yeah, basically. Damn. We rent. Yeah, we rented a U-Haul and you know got everything rent uh, moving was awful i hated it oh god um, i hate moving it's, it's like the worst thing ever yeah setting up everything in this house has been awful and very stressful but you know it's yeah so it's it's been really really stressful but it's uh, stress stress is starting to reduce but my mood and emotional state is not improving which worries me so you know It'll come. I'm, I imagine it's really, it's, I'm, I imagine it's it's more difficult than just moving out like normal people would because of the situation that you've had to move out. So there's probably going to mm-hmm. be a lot to work through yeah, in I mean, your it, mind, yeah. and then it'll take a bit longer. But you'll get there. I'm yeah, sure. and your your whole life plan just changed, right? Because you were planning on owning the house that you were in, right? Like. Yeah. Now everything's different. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. My whole my whole life is uh, yeah is is completely not what it was planned to be. So that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you know what? Yeah. Both of you can uh, 
can can attest to that. So <laughs> we'll we'll keep we'll keep updated on how both of you progress from this point, and hopefully it's upwards. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I don't see any reason as to why it won't be upwards. Like I said, like the math works. You know, we we make enough money to afford it here and afford the bills and and everything. Um, so like you know, it's not like we're gonna be destitute or anything. But yeah, and yeah, yeah. the time of the year, Christmas time. So then sometimes that's harder. In a lot oh yeah, I, yeah, I hate Christmas. So here we are. Your room looks Christmas. eerily similar, though, to the old room. Like the the way oh, you've yeah. set it up, it looks exactly oh, the yes. same. Even oh, the, the cupboard much. behind you looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. It's here. I can move my camera around if you'd like. Here, it, the room's a little messy, but yeah. So, so here. Ah. Oh, maybe I can't. Here, I can rotate it. Maybe. Okay. So I changed. So we had different posters here. Those posters are now. This is terrible. This is actually awful <laughs> what I'm doing. Okay, so so they're right at this window here, and then I've got a TV over there in the corner, and there's the chalkboard. A bass guitar. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's it's a it's a Les Paul, an Epiphone Les Paul, and then oh. a, a cigar box guitar. Um, and then now I have my Leonard Skinner album, which used to be like above this monitor, is now there. Um, so like it's a little Looks different, terrible. but. Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I did when I moved into this house from the old house. I set everything up in this room exactly how I had it in the old room. And people were like, it looks just the same. Like the desk yeah. was exactly the same. And I just put everything in the same place on the desk. Obviously, I've changed it now for the sim rig. But I was, you know, when you're happy with a setup, you just, just keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and when I had, like, in the old house, you know, we were able to get the internet ran wherever we wanted. So, um, you know, I had it ran to right under my desk. And luckily, Spectrum, which is the company I have to uh, use, um, hadn't ran line to this house yet. So I was able to just get it ran exactly where I had it in the old house. So everything is, like, exactly the same, pretty much. That's so cool. It, yeah, so it it works out works out well. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy with the the state of my office. I'm happy with the state of the whole house. It's it's you know it's we've we've gotten some furniture and decorated and and everything like that. So it's I mean it's it's coming together. Yeah. So I have good. a question. Yes. Is the was the couch always just a blanket? The couch is that just a cow blanket? Oh yeah, yeah. My mother made that blanket. I. I feel like so betrayed. Oh, did you thought, think the whole? Did you think I the, couch? the whole couch was just yeah, like a C O W C H, like a couch? No, it but it's just a blanket. Yeah, it was just a blanket, blanket on the back of the couch. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I think I always just assumed it was the whole couch as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel so betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I, I apologize. Oh, no. I didn't. I didn't know that I had lied by omission. Amazing. I am 90% sure we covered that in one of the, the first episodes where North moved in. His we did. We put, it we, was a blanket made by his, his mother. We I probably knew did. I didn't. I, I didn't. probably wasn't there. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. uh, CS Ninja donated enough for me to buy a couch. So I was like, I'm going to make it cow themed for you. So my mother uh, crocheted an Afghan 
to go on the couch. She actually crocheted another one to sell to CS Ninja. <laughs> so so he has one of my mother's blankets. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, CS Ninja has one of my mother's blankets. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, what, what was I um, yeah, like it, it seems like you're, you're over the hardest part now. It's going to take some time to process it all and get used to everything that's new, especially since you've lived in the same house for all these years. But, you know, you, yeah. you're over the hardest part and you've done the moving, which is do you know what? The moving is the hardest part. <laughs> the actual moving of stuff from one house to another is the worst situation ever yeah. to find yourself in. But yeah. obviously, you know, yeah, as as uh, Meganeth said, don't neglect attending to your mental health with all of this stuff going on. It's it's important in moments like this for everybody to stay on top of that aspect whilst. Yeah, yeah it's real he, hard when you're working six days yeah. a week. So, you know. If he's over the hardest part, am I before the hardest part? Uh, yeah. I don't want to say it. My whole life is still in boxes. No, you're, you're kind of in the middle of the FPS hardest part. The like, middle of the hardest yeah, part. Yeah, you've done half of it by moving out, but you've still got to move from your middle point to the next place. So you're kind of like Boost. right in the eye of the storm at them. This is the eye of the storm yeah. where you're actually yeah, still yeah, streaming and and you're you're doing stuff and you're you know, able to podcast and do eye racing and stuff, but. You're just in the eye of the storm. You've still got the other side to come yet. <laughs> yeah. I skipped. There I was no. Uh, my, <laughs> yeah, I think my storm was more like a like a tornado than a than a uh, like a hurricane or a typhoon. I guess if you're somewhere else, I don't know. Mm. There was no eye. It was just like we moved. I moved everything in one day. Yeah. So. Well, I can uh, see. And- I mean. Uh... Do we have you got anything bad to say? I kind of feel bad. I need to find something bad to talk about. Like, just uh, it's a little rainy out today, so I can't take my bike out. But you know, <laughs> other than that, all like, the humanity. Other than that, you know my my motorcycle's good. Yeah, you still my enjoying car's it? Fine. Yeah, um, you know, a couple of my close friends at work went to other companies, but eh, whatever. They're making more money. I'm happy for them. Uh, yeah, everything's going pretty great. <laughs> Good. Well, well, I mean, that's where I was, you know, back in the middle of the year. I was, you know, walking like five miles every day and like super happy, and everything was going perfect. So, you know, I'm ready for last... disaster, RDT. We warn you. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last big, you know, bad thing that happened. I don't know. Maybe a flat tire two years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> you have such problems. You know. Um, Sorry. I mean, I'm like, I feel like I'm on the precipice of things either going very well or very badly. Like, it, it's the, it's almost the day before all of that's about to kick off for the next, like, couple of weeks because we're, we're planning to get married again. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's early January. And things are starting to kick up when it comes to various uh, virus strains becoming don't, more don't, prevalent. Uh, don't book it during the Daytona 24 again. <laughs> no, it's before I remember that. last yeah. year. Okay, um, good. So, so like, and I'm getting my booster vaccine shot tomorrow, which always, like, 
Mm. The last when I had the two vaccines first, uh, it, it really knocked me out big time for like 24 hours. I really hit it was worse than having COVID. So like I'm almost the day before it could either go really badly or not too badly at all, and I'll be married in a you know half half a month's time. And the COVID vaccine won't have messed me up because it would have been a different or something. I would have had no reaction. It can either go that way and everything goes fine, or it can go to the point where I'm I have a bad reaction to the vaccine again and I'm out of action for a couple of days. I can't do the stream that I was gonna do tomorrow. Then, you know, Christmas we have issues with COVID or something, and then we can't get married because of COVID and that gets cancelled. Like it's yeah. right on that precipice where it could go one way or the other. So I'll let you know in January. What? Wait, when are you getting married? January. Early January. January. Early January. Yeah. Is it on the third? So it'll be one three two two. If you're if you're an American, oh, come on. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the uh, reason that I wish, you, I wish you would have invited us. That's kind of uh, I feel. Yeah, but, you know, not whatever. that we could come anyway. But <laughs> I could. Oh yeah, yeah, Josh could. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're keeping it so, again, just like last year. We're keeping it as small as possible, with the least amount of people yeah, yeah, as possible. Yeah. Um, but it, it, the reason it's the third is because the third of January 2016 is when I raided Zexy on Twitch for the first time. Uh huh. Yeah. That's when just that's, it's not just because you're a narcissistic sociopath. No, because then <laughs> that's centered around you. Then I proposed. I proposed on the third of January, twenty eighteen, and then we were due to be married the third of January last year, but obviously that didn't happen. So we've had to push it back to the third of January this year, and it just happens that it's the one three two two in America. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so but you know i'm actually i'm actually going to do a proper you know celebratory fun stream on the third of no the first the third of the first of march 2022 that would be the proper 1322 i'll do something fun on that yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> whatever then, you know you know the logical way to write it's, dates it's happening it's the mcec announcement <laughs> oh no not that <laughs> <laughs> what I'm taking from this is that I need to read females, not males. Yes. Uh, well, okay. I Whichever mean, way, yeah, we're here now. We're not, you know. You know. Oh know. yeah, yeah. You could just raid gay men. <laughs> yeah. Start with Nas. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no. Well, I, I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> why don't you why does no one believe me that i'm not gay um so should we move on from the the depressing side of the podcast um into no i just want to stay here and stew in it honestly i oh, just yeah. want to suffer <laughs> yeah well i mean uh, wait what what here isn't depressing? What are you about to move that's, on to? Yeah, that was gonna I was gonna move on to more controversial aspects. Not yeah, I was gonna say. It's, it's not I'm not saying it's gonna be good, but <laughs> at least it won't be wholly depressing. Um I've it's actually progression of capitalism. Well, yeah. I've forgotten exactly what happened with this. Um Josh knows, don't worry. Don't you? Or Evan, is there is there okay. a document I should be referencing? <laughs> well yeah, the, the document that we have for the the podcast every time we do a podcast that you never look at that's the document yeah 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 that one that yeah one. whatever <laughs> i don't even know what my email password is uh streamlabs 
Streamlabs had major controversy uh, in between the last two podcasts. For those who don't know, Streamlabs is like, it started out as like the place to get like your, your alerts on Twitch, like my alerts when someone donates or becomes a subscriber yeah, and it pops up. I'm X about has to click subscribed. Your, your donate button. Oh, you're still using them, Bruffy. <gasps> I know. Shame. I've got so much like so many variations of alerts for all these different mm. donation sounds and for the YouTube side as well. And I use the labels for for the screen. Like it's yep. so yep, yep, much yep, yep, yep. that it's all it's almost impossible to move to anything else at this point without like I don't know, a couple of days worth of doing it and then I'm not even guaranteed that the whatever I moved to would have the same functionality for every little thing that I use it for. So I know I know Streams Elements has like an import button that you can import all your Streamlabs. Yeah, I I need to take a look I, at it. Sure, I, I looked at I'm it. I'm sure the last I, time I used it, it didn't copy everything over. Yeah, it that's was what like, I'm worried it was about. Very spotty. Yeah, you know? Stream Elements is probably your best bet. The problem for me is that they don't have XSplit support. So I'm totally screwed. Mm. I've been talking to a few people. It's like, maybe we could make our own stuff using your API, but it's just like, uh, can Streamlabs just not be evil so I don't have to move? <laughs> I know. Be great. Um, but some people might know Streamlabs as the like live streaming program because they, they a few years ago they came up with Streamlabs, as they called it, Streamlabs OBS. Um, and it was basically... OBS is the thing that is, you know, there was XSplit that Josh uses, and that's what he uses to put his stream out there. And I use OBS, which is open broadcast software. That's like a, what's it? Um, what's the name of it? Uh, you mean Josh uses XSplit, everyone else on the planet uses OBS. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't want to say no, it. There, but... <laughs> no, there are people who use this XSplit, the, you know, the people who are sponsored by them who got it for free. That's, <laughs> and josh and josh yeah the big the big thing when it was just those two mainly is that xsplit cost money and obs didn't <laughs> i have a lifetime license so i don't have a problem um what, what what is it called again open source open source software obs obs is um yeah so basically uh streamlabs took obs's program put their own skin on it, actually removed a lot of features because it was yeah, pretty made it, bare bones. Made it, worse. it was worse. Yep. And released it as Streamlabs OBS, which was meant to be like a more simplified thing. And they've started adding stuff back in over the years. But over the years, they've they've been a bit annoying with it because they've called it Streamlabs OBS. So yeah, they are allowed to do that because it's open, it's open source software. They can do that. But they called it OBS, which confused people between OBS Studio, which was the original, and then Streamlabs OBS. And then they promoted that on Google Ads and stuff. So if you typed in OBS, the first thing that would pop up would be a sponsored post for Streamlabs OBS when the actual first result without the sponsored posts was the proper full OBS. So that was always like a little bit scummy. Um... And then the the controversy really kicked into gear. Like, was it last month? Yeah, like end of November ish. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm blanking on what the controversy was. 
So there are like I can't remember exactly what the tool was, but there's another streaming oh, thing yeah, that's it. that they just completely cloned and made their own version of, and they have a website advertising it, and they just completely copy pasted the thing they copied website like verbatim. Like even the fake reviews at the bottom were like exactly the same. Yeah, it was I mean, called, was speaking, it light stream the thing that something they copied? Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking as uh, someone that does that sort of web development for a living, I would say that's probably very easy to do accidentally and <laughs> to yeah, give them sure. give them a little bit of benefit of a doubt something from staging has just crept into live <laughs> that shouldn't have done. Yeah, definitely. Um, probably. Um or they could be evil. Who knows? The thing is, so, it like is, things, it is certain things were changed, and certain <laughs> certain things were kept the same. Like it feels like it, if it was a mistake, everything would have just been the same as what they like copied well, over. No, or whatever. Because based on the components that they use, based uh, the the components that they use to build their web pages could be completely different. And somebody higher up's gone, "Hey, I want that in our system," and one of the devs has gone all right i'll try and knock it up in what we've got and they've they've done it sort of almost the same as what they've got with the tools that they've been given and and somebody accidentally pushed publish and i mean <laughs> it went yeah. live it's it, like it, yeah, like yeah. i'm i'm purely playing devil's advocate and i don't know if there's any reason to be but i'm just saying to be honest it's probably the sort of thing that i would do (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. but but then you're smart enough or responsible enough to not publish it right oh well (laughs) that's a a self-report right there (laughs) but it's it's a lot more than that like loads of devs from like years and years ago like basically whenever anyone makes something cool for a streamer and it gets sort of popular Streamlabs would approach them and be like, hey, can we talk to you about this thing? We want to, you know, we might get you to add it to our stuff. And they'll talk to them about it. And the talks won't go anywhere. And then like a month later, they'll Streamlabs will magically have their own version after talking to them. And loads of devs came forward and say this. I, it was like a month or two ago, so I don't have links anymore. But but yeah, it, it's more than just all of the... Those are the two big things was like the light stream and the OBS stuff. And that's what OBS's tweet is what started it. And yeah. it's like the whole Me Too thing, right? But obviously kind of different. But, you know, once someone says something, <laughs> a bunch of other people are like, hey, also, they've done this to me as well, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. seeing if I, I mean, can, OB, like, OB, find... I've got the tweet here. Do you want me to link it yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I was trying to find, like, the image of, like, the both of the pages side by side. I'll show it on the podcast for anyone who hasn't seen it. It was, it was weird. but the thing is, like Streamlabs took the exact idea that Lightstream was already doing. They pretty much put out exactly the same web page and announced that they'd partnered with Xbox on this product because it allowed you to put alerts and things like that onto your stream from if you were streaming oh, from maybe... Xbox or something like that. Um, Wait, are we talking about different things here, or maybe? Because I'm like, what I'm, I thought this was was like, you know, Streamlabs had had slobs, and um, it's it's both like mate. it's both yeah it's that both all it all came out all oh, after oh, this. Oh, oh okay. Um, but okay, like the the fact that it was it was all they they published everything as part of this big link up and tie up with uh, Xbox and Twitch and Twitch were pro- publishing it and, and promoting it too and then 
light streamer over here like hey this is like ours and that's our that's our web page and you've copied the reviews of that we're talking about our product and <laughs> like and then it just it sort of it that's all blew up right. at that point um and then obs came out and taught, said oh yeah we've had issues and then elgato at one point you know was like the um stream deck where they copied that and things like that uh Let's see. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I can't. I can't find the actual tweet, but I found this image, which describes it adequately. Uh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, everybody bagging. Oh, on do you there. want? Oh, do you want the image? Hold on. Hold I on. want the uh, image. Copy. I've got a image here. I want to show. Just. All right, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that was that was the light stream thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go monitor here so on the left is Lightstream that was the original one and on the right is Streamlabs Studio and, and like word for word pretty much cloud capture for console streams personalize Xbox and PlayStation streams to Twitch without a capture card or high-end PC Cloud capture for console streams. Personalize Xbox streams to Twitch without a high-end capture card or PC. Oh, capture card or high-end PC. Like, the, the even word for word, even the reviews. Yeah, like, who who does this? Like, who just blatantly copies like this so that, they're not going to get caught? The the wording being exactly the same is the reason that I think this is this is a mistake because where I work... All of that would have had to go through a copywriter, unless, of course, the copywriter has just copied everything from the uh, the other website, which is hugely, hugely risky. And any copywriter worth their salt would would not do that because all it takes is a quick Google, and you get exactly the same results coming up. But the fact um, that they did the reviews as well, like there's one review here for Lightstream. Lightstream is literally one of the greatest things I've ever discovered. Thank you for making it yeah, well, for much so much for making it so easy. And then they've changed it to Streamlab Studio. It's literally one of the greatest things I've ever discovered. Thank you for so much for making it exactly I, the same. I think yeah, the yeah. problem, Hammer, I mean, is that not only just the website has been copied, but the actual program itself, right, is and also yeah, been copied, which makes it... Like, let, like it's that's true. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, but, I mean, yeah, like it from from the website perspective, this looks to me to be a mistake. Somebody's gone. We're making a program exactly like that. Go and copy their web page, Mister Designer. Okay, no problem. Fires on, builds it all in the components, and copies over all of the text that was on the original page. Here's a mock-up of what it looks like. Whoops, I accidentally published it. That's that's what it looks like to me. But the problem as, with as the Jeff accidental out, publishing They've also thing. copied the entire program yeah. as well. So you know, and also the fact <laughs> that like they had this, they they had this announcement tied in with Twitch with Xbox because it was all partnered up, and like it's not as if they've accidentally clicked publish and not realized it. Like they they knew that they were going to be publishing it and announcing it, and they they knew when that was all going to yeah, happen. But but. It, it would have gone through a review beforehand and gone like, oh, well, obviously, if you've copied exactly what, what, what was on the other site, then we, we need to we need to get in and change that and whatnot. And it, it would have just literally been a starter for 10. And then they've gone, oops, 
we've published it. Yeah. <laughs> it, no it could very it. well be. Could very well be that that was their starter for ten, and then they copied it and pasted it, and um, went to went to change it to the new design that that was live, but left the original version there and published the wrong version. It yeah. could could be as easy as that yeah. as well. I think I think it's difficult to believe that when they've had so many issues with other companies and other copying of other things and it's been a historical thing that they've done over the years it ends up being like yeah you've shown a track record this, at this point and That's the thing though this website that's too big a mistake to make Right I see it's too big <laughs> yeah. a, a similarity for yeah. it to to be intentional They're know? either completely incompetent or it was a mistake <laughs> Yeah exactly Yeah So yeah. I mean they got a lot of controversy coming their way from it and a lot of crap and they deserve it frankly and yeah, I would want to move away from using them if if I wasn't so ingrained with all the the, the problem is it's like yeah, not everything might copy over to like say stream elements or something, but then there's little things like the labels that I use for stream labs, and I don't know whether that carries over one for one with stream elements, and then the YouTube stuff all ties in on stream labs to what I use for the uh the twitch stuff and whether that would go one-to-one copying of it's just all these little things that it makes me wish that i didn't have all of these variations and it would take me hours to put them all back in or to even just check them if they didn't copy over every little font or font size was wrong or something like that it would take hours so tell you tell you what to do bro though um if you are interested in switching to stream elements um their customer reps and like twitch person like liaison people are very very good Mm. um uh, to the point where i've heard like them helping set up everything for particular streamers and whatnot and i don't know if that's the case nowadays but um yeah it might be worth having a word with them just to see just put, put put the feelers out there yeah it also does make you kind of want to be able to just program something yourself. Like if I had the skills, I would just make something for that was specific to my own stream and linked in the things that I wanted to link in, and not all the other stuff. Like I'd, you know, I'd turn off. Yeah, host and then if you and if and you decide that. to be evil later down the line, it's okay because it's you. Yeah, so. thank you. I'm not going <laughs> to be be tarnished by using any other program. Or if they choose to like monet, like if say Streamlabs chose to monetize their features now, I would be in a position where I would okay. Well, am I going to pay that, or am I going to put in all the work to change it? Like you know, having to rely on other platforms, but then the whole thing falls down if you think like that you know we're on twitch we're on youtube (laughs) we're all just at the mercy of the platforms anyway Uh, i was gonna say as someone who does program stuff for their stream it's not as easy as it sounds Mm. because yeah how much free time do you have probably yeah exactly you know you you make the wheel from scratch again on your own right yeah Yeah. well i mean i think the positive thing about this whole thing is like the outpouring of support for obs and everyone standing beside them was like a in my opinion like a big deal you know like like all of the biggest personality yeah Yeah. and a lot of people like saying wait i didn't even know obs existed because they probably searched for obs and just got streamlabs obs that was promoted 
and then people saying, oh, yeah, it's really easy now. And it, the OBS has done a lot in recent years to for the onboarding process for new streamers and things to make it a lot more easy for them to understand the program and get set up. So... Like, oh, it's a great, it's a great program. Like it's, it's the complete correct middle ground between like a purpose built, like program and usability, in my opinion, like with OBS studio, at least like the yeah. original OBS was kind of finicky to use, yeah. but OB, OBS studio is a great, like is fantastic. And they're all like, it's all open source and completely free and they work on, like I support them on Patreon because I want to, but like, I, I would hope that during all of this obs would have got more support on patreon from people that are supporting them and uh thanking them for the work that they've done and realizing that yes yeah, streamlabs have taken them <laughs> taken uh struggle both well, yeah taking yeah. people away did, from uh, you. if did if any of you see the uh the other company that got in in trouble uh yesterday for uh violating obs's uh oh, user TikTok. license agreement yeah. Yeah. TikTok decided to create TikTok Live completely based off OBS, but didn't make any of their source code available. So are in violation of their license mm-hmm. agreement with OBS. Yeah. Oops. So for open source software, there's like different licenses you can have. And yeah, for, for OBS, it's like you're allowed to use their code for commercial use as long as you make make it also open source, right? Yeah, like Streamlabs OBS is also, their code is also out there, open source, yeah. and TikTok didn't yeah, there's do like, that. There's like loads of different licenses you can use. There's one. There's ones that just like, you can't use it for anything, and there's ones where you can use it for everything, however you want, stuff like that. Yeah. It's not really That's open source if, never... if you can't use it for anything, though, is it? Yeah, well for p- company use oh right okay yeah but, I see what you mean. But yeah, it's, that's why if any most software nowadays has like a button hidden somewhere that says here's all the open source licenses right like i'm pretty sure like all the consoles have that as well and you can see all of the open source software they're using because mm. they have to disclose it yeah good job TikTok. can we talk about f1 now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess so Okay. Another conversation that I honestly have no information on. <laughs> Did you not watch the finale? Of course not. I saw that my cousin was in Saudi Arabia for that race. I mean, so that was a joke of a race too, but... She said she had a good time, at least on Instagram. I don't talk to her much. She's from Ireland, so... <laughs> but, that, was, uh, that, that was a lot. That, that was like, a lot all at once. That almost yeah. sounded like that was the reason that you don't talk to her. Like, I don't talk to her much. She's from Ireland, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know they're, they're they're over there doing their own thing but uh what yeah, about you verstappen uh verstappen <laughs> one right of course not you think i have time for formula one <sighs> i'm i'm out here driving formula one every day okay <laughs> like uh well, i had some hope you guys would have seen it because yeah, on did. my twitter i was seeing people complain that everyone was talking about f1 when you <laughs> see that you know it's gone mainstream <laughs> yeah no i did notice like i mean when there's a like an out of the loop reddit post about something it's like it's kind of crossed o- over excuse me mm. so i saw that but um yeah so so from my understanding uh lewis hamilton basically had the race won very easily and then the stewards were like let's let let's let max win basically is that if from it's pretty like much yeah it's 
Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's like what? What if? What if Max won instead? <laughs> yeah, but so, what if? <laughs> okay, but the the problem is, for ages now, two things have been happening. Firstly, the stewards have been kind of shit for several years. All That's the time, true. they're super inconsistent, and especially this year, they're doing the whole "oh, just let them race" bullshit, where they just like don't even investigate stuff that happens, even though if there are. Oh, on a hold it, my internet. Wait, you, you came back. For a second. There you go. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a big, probably, okay. We missed what you said, but it was a big lag spike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So the stewards have been really inconsistent for several years, and this year especially because of the title fight, they've been like, "Oh, let them race," and like just trying to abstain from doing anything all the time. The problem with that is then people just started abusing the rules too much. And then they had to get involved. So it was just like exactly the same, but it just went too far in addition. Um, it's been a joke of a season from a stewarding perspective this season, considering it was the yeah. closest title fight and they were level on points in the final race. Like it should have been the most epic title, but all I can think is all these decisions and situations that the stewards have botched that affected the title fight one way or yeah. another throughout the year. Yeah, so this this whole year has led up to it, and like the Max had like a it's between two people, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton won seven championships before this, six of them, no, five of them in a row, no, five of them in a row, right? Mm, Rosberg won in anyway, sixteen, he, so it would have been like three in a row, two in a okay. row, like I don't he's think he's was... won a lot. And then Max is like the new upcomer, and it's like they're finally the new hotness. Yeah, they're finally actually doing as good as them. So, but the thing is, Max has got really unlucky a lot of this season. Um, so it's like, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about the thing that happened, but it's hard to be like, oh, Max won because of this one thing when like loads of stupid crap has happened the entire year. Yeah, it's difficult. Both they, of yeah, them. yeah, but but so so Max Verstappen got ahead in the season, and then they were they were pretty close. And then Lewis Hamilton has had a crazy run of races in the last few races coming up the season. Like Brazil was incredible. Saudi Arabia was really good. Like he's had a fire lit up his ass. And now it's like, yeah, it, it's like, it's like there's, there's Formula One, which is Perez, Bottas and everyone except the Hasses. There's Formula 1.5, which is the two Haas cars. And then there's Formula 0.5, which is Lewis and Max. They're just nowhere near anyone else. They're just so fast. Um, it's just been totally the whole season just about them. And yeah, we came into the final race, the final the final race of the season, and both of them have exactly the same amount of points to the half point, which is like insane. There's one race left. The only thing is, Max has won one more race than Hamilton. So if they both crash, Max will win because of like if they have the, the same tiebreaker. Race, the tiebreaker is how many wins they have, yeah. So we get into this race and it's like this weird situation of Max, who's pretty aggressive. It's like, yo, if he just hits Hamilton and they both crash, like he'll just win. Yeah. And, like, ah. and like Hamilton knows this and you can tell the whole way he was driving the whole race. He was terrified of crashing. And Verstappen um, has been like more the one who's been more pushing the boundaries of the stewards throughout the year in terms of the moves yeah. that he've done, like moves that I would have 
been thinking, okay, well, that would be penalized. And if it had been penalized the first couple of times he'd done it during the first couple of races, he would have been like, okay, well, then, okay, I, I, you know, I can't fault Verstappen for going for those kind of moves because he's been allowed to do it. He's just yeah, doing whatever exactly. he needs to do to win. But he sort of like just launches himself into the apex and whatever happens to the other person, it doesn't matter. And he's yeah. been allowed that to. Sounds like me. I like that style of racing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one race yeah. that I did watch was the one where he like kind of went off the track a little bit and passed Hamilton, but gave him the position back. I think I don't remember which one that was. But this, this been a lot oh, of the one where Hamilton went. Like the one where Hamilton went off the track twenty-seven times in the same place. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I remember. I don't remember it was like in the mean. last, like five laps yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that, and he was gonna catch him anyway, but he just pushed on that one corner. It might have been Bahrain. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Bahrain sounds right. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so we come into this race. Um, qualifying doesn't go well for Max, and they have to start on the soft tires, which is like made out of paper because it's the soft tire of the whole range. L- long story: his tires are gonna be like run down to the metal in like five laps. Whereas Hamilton gets to start on the medium tire, which is way the, the one you want to start on um, for reasons. So, but Max is at least in front of him on the grid. So it's like, it was like Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton. And then the only other person who saw him involved was Sergio Perez, who's Max's teammate, who has like nothing left to lose. Might as well just help my teammate. Right. And then Hamilton's teammate is nowhere to be found as usual. Um, who is Hamilton's teammate? Is it still Bottas? Bottas, Bottas. Yeah. Bottas? Yeah. Not, not well, anymore, but yeah. Oh, it's um, going to be George Russell next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But, but the, ra- the race starts, Hamilton gets in front of Max. Am I remembering this right? Hamilton gets in front of Max. Yeah. And then they come up to halfway through the lap. There's like one big heavy braking zone corner and you have to turn to the left. Max goes to the inside and like from very far back, like sends it down the apex and it's like it was a very controversial move because hamilton doesn't try to defend it doesn't do anything max goes straight across stays on the track and manages to make it around the corner just barely like he completely blows the corner but just barely makes it but hamilton then decides to go completely off the track to like avoid verstappen and and the problem with this is that this was the only thing that happened in the race until the end. Um, so everyone was arguing about this one move the entire time because Hamilton comes out in front and then just stays in the lead and then just runs away because he has he's faster and he has better tires. And um, I, to be fair, like I, I've been I've been pretty critical of Verstappen's moves throughout this year. I thought that was a good move. I thought that deserved yeah, but- the position because he kept it on the track for once and. Yes, it was a dive bomb, but Hamilton didn't was very passive in that situation. He didn't defend it. He didn't try to you know block him in any way. He just kind of let him it's, have it, and he I didn't like even. He was terrified. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's just it's another situation where the stewards are the problem. Yeah, the Mac fanboys and the Hamilton fanboys are getting angry at each other, but it's neither of their faults. So yeah. Verstappen has every right to try to overtake there. And he knows if they crash, he'll win. I'm not saying he's trying to crash. But what I'm saying is Hamilton doesn't want to defend because he knows if they crash, Verstappen will win. Yeah. So Verstappen, Hamilton doesn't try to defend or do anything. Verstappen stays on the track, keeps going around. Hamilton goes across the track and gains like, you know, he cuts a corner, so he gains time. The FIA ask Hamilton to give the advantage back, like 
but they say the time he gained, not the position, right? But the problem is, it's like hard to know if he even did that. And it's just like, and then Red Bull complain on the radio to the FIA, like, hey, why isn't Hamilton given the position back? And the FIA is like, oh, no, it's fine. He gave his advantage back. He gave the time he gained back. And everyone's just like, where? When did he do it? Or whatever. But to be it's fair, again, like, it's it, like, it was such a... quantify that. Yeah, but it's like if the FIA radios you and says, yo, give insert this much time back and you do it, right? Of course, you're not going to give more back. Yeah, you're not going to give them the position or anything. Yeah, you're going to give what they tell you to give. Yeah, it's not Hamilton's fault for doing what the FIA asked. It's not Verstappen's fault that, like, the FIA didn't ask for enough. It's the FIA's fault. Again, it's the stewards. Has that ever happened? Like, is that a, a common occurrence where they say give time back? Uh, so so the problem here is that one, they're trying to not get involved again because they don't want to be like, yo, swap positions because then it looks like they're just choosing who's winning. So they're trying to do the whole let them race crap. And the second thing is that the way you, you've read the rules before, right, Bruffy? You can't just completely dive bomb into a corner to get ahead to claim then that you had the right to the corner and stuff, right? No, you can't so take like, an inordinate amount of speed into the apex just to say that you were ahead at the apex. And you can't, uh, you know, you, you've got to still make the corner. Yeah, so, but it's like, it's so awkward because Verstappen makes the corner, but like in the shittiest way possible. Like, it doesn't go <laughs> yeah. over the white line. But still, but for me, like, he, like he, he, he the fact that he made the corner makes it all a difference. Like, that's racing. You know, he, he, he went for the move and, and Hamilton should have backed out of it at that point. You know, then that's, yeah. that's his. And, and if he'd been smart about it, he would have let him dive deeper to the corner and cut back on him and get him on but the next straight. He doesn't want to die, right? Is the no, problem. he just wanted to go off the track. But, but the thing is, it, to me, that was an inconsequential move anyway, because even yeah. if Hamilton had given him the position back, he he had the pace that's, to win that race regardless. Worst part. That's the worst part, is that Hamilton could have easily given the position back and then just blown past him again. Yeah. Because he was so much faster and on better tyres. So it didn't even matter. But it was the only thing that happened for like 30 laps. So everyone was arguing about it the entire race. Yeah. It was horrible. Um, put in um, the chat there, but Max wasn't even alongside entering the braking phase. He just dived through expecting the move. Well, yeah, he doesn't have to be alongside in the braking phase. He just yeah, has yeah, to yeah. be ahead at the apex. It's, but It's, like, aggressive. Like, it's a dive I, bomb, I but he made it. I wouldn't say, either, again, neither of the drivers did anything wrong in that situation. No, they did what they would, were, were, you know, yeah. they, they're all so just, pushing to what they need to do to win. Yeah. Hamilton is maximum survival, right? He yeah. sees Verstappen coming down the inside, just like, okay, I'm not even taking the corner, right? Like, screw that. Because if Hamilton had turned in, they would have crashed, right? Like, so, I don't know. I, neither of them did anything wrong. Anyway, the race continues. Um... Eventually, everyone pits for new tires. Everyone except Perez, who's the, uh, Verstappen's teammate. And they they do the thing where they just... There's this thing that you can do where if you just... At the start of the race, you just leave a driver out for ages, like way beyond when they should have pit. And he just poodles around on the track. And then because Hamilton pits, he goes behind him on the track. And then because they never pit Perez, Hamilton has to overtake Perez at some point. Right, you just completely fuck Perez's race, but it doesn't matter because they have nothing else to gain at this point. But, but somehow, some way, on soft tires that are like thirty laps old versus Hamilton's fresh whatever he's on hards, I guess 
He manages Perez manages to hold up Lewis Hamilton for like uh, Hamilton is like what, what was he like eight seconds ahead of Verstappen at that point? Yeah, it was like eight seconds, <laughs> something like that. And then Perez puts on the greatest defense I've ever seen. It was ridiculous, <laughs> and it's just like. It, I think it's a mix of things. It's a mix of Perez probably just did nothing on his softs. He probably just conserved his soft tires the entire race until that one moment because that's all he needed to do. He's like, my shine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the fact that Hamilton is even more scared of crashing into Perez because if he crashes into Perez, it doesn't matter if it's Perez's fault. Perez will get a penalty, but not Verstappen. So then Verstappen will win, right? So Perez is even scarier than Verstappen. So it's like, he's like, you know, pussyfooting around Perez trying to get past him. But Perez, even so, it was the best defense I've ever seen in F1 at all. He, he lost like five or six seconds in one lap. <laughs> like yeah, Verstappen was right uh, back behind him again after one yeah, lap of defense. Yeah. Has anyone done that Thor meme where it's like, uh, it's like, oh, you can't defeat me. I know I can't, but he can. It's just yeah, like Sergio yeah. Perez like yeah. breaking out. <laughs> I want to see yeah. that. Somebody do that. The, the brilliance it was, of it was that like he, he went slow, like overly slow in the corners where he knew Hamilton couldn't get past, like towards the end of the lap. It's just a sequential sequence of corners where there's nowhere to overtake. And he just goes super slow because there's no way he can get past. What does this remind you of, Profi? Um, Ricardo at Monaco in 2018 when he hit, no? No, it's one involving Hamilton. Uh, Oh, when, yeah, Hamilton was holding up Rosberg to try and... Because Rosberg was going to win the championship, yeah. Yeah, so he's trying to back him up into the front. Yeah, it was a great defense because... Yeah, Hamilton, it looks like Hamilton's just going to blow past him. And everyone's just like, oh, well, you know, normal F1 defense, you can't really do anything. But Perez actually comes back at him. Like, yeah, passes him again. I know. <laughs> and has they have a battle. And yeah, he holds him up five seconds or whatever. And then all of a sudden, Verstappen is in the same picture as Hamilton when he wasn't. Wow. Um, but then even that didn't matter <laughs> because Hamilton yeah, drove away again. It still doesn't matter. Hamilton is still too fast just you know he's the best form ever or whatever he's doing well you know the last few races he's just been incredible yeah he's been unbeatable um, to be fair yeah like a, the, a few races before this i don't think we had a podcast for brazil did we no we didn't no a few races before this they they did a before we get to the big final moment i just want to you know brown nose hamilton a little bit but like there was a Brazilian race. They were doing the thing where they do a sprint race. Where they have two races in a weekend. And the sprint race is the qualifying for the main race, right? So it sets the positions. Hamilton in that race, um, he had to take a new engine, was it? Yeah. Yeah. He had to take new engine stuff. So he had a 20-place grid penalty. So he was starting from last place on the grid. He then got another five grid place penalty right or something yeah something i can't remember exactly what it was but he had a five place penalty for the race the main race so wherever wherever he would finish in the sprint race he would start the main race five places below where he actually finished he, he got disqualified from qualifying that was it right he got disqualified from qualifying for having the wing open too much. After oh, the yeah, it was like, yeah, tiny so, 0.2 millimeters so, so, or something. Yeah, so confusingly, <laughs> there's a qualifying for the sprint race, and then the sprint race is the qualifying for the actual race. But anyway, he got disqualified from qualifying, so he started in last in the sprint race, 
He worked his way all the way up to like what fifth or something in the sprint race. Then yeah, he, he got went from twentieth to fifth in like a third of a regular race. <laughs> yeah. Then he got a further five place grid penalty for the engine he took. And then he went from like tenth or whatever in the race to first and won the race. He had a twenty five place grid penalty. There's more cars than there are on the grid. Yeah. And he still Jesus. won. It was like incredible. So yeah, Verstappen uh, Hamilton's been on absolute fire since like Brazil. If but, you put Hamilton in like a Ferrari or like a Haas or what formerly Williams he still or whatever, does, he still would he well. still be? Would he? Yeah. yeah. So uh, his first world championship was in a McLaren, which wasn't very good. Okay. And he still won that year. Um, what a beast. The thing and is, he's, he's won in every single season that he's raced, even in cars where they haven't exactly been the best. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, getting to, back to the actual race. The f- so the race is closing in. Um, it doesn't look like Verstappen's going to catch Hamilton. It looks like it's just going to be a boring end to the season. Hamilton's just going to win. Five, was it five? Well, I'm going to say five. Five, laps, five laps. Five laps before the end. Mick Schumacher, son of Michael Schumacher, the only other seven-time world champion, is having a battle in his crap Haas car with a slightly less crap Williams car, overtakes the Williams of Latifi, right? And then as he's overtaking him, the dirty air from the Haas car throws Latifi off and he crashes into a wall. Five laps to go. So they have to call a safety car. Now in F1, when a safety car gets called, everyone, there's a car comes out, like a regular car, and all of the like super advanced F1 cars have to like sit behind them and they form a big queue. And it's to make it so that all the F1 cars are in one place in the grid so that people can go on the track. That you know, you wait for them to go past, then people can be on the track while the regular car drives all the way around. So they have the maximum amount of time to clean the crap off the track. The problem is it bunches all the cars up. So all yeah. of their advantages are like lost. Yeah. And and in the split second of that happen, Mercedes has a choice. They can pit Hamilton for new tires because he's on like 30 old, 30 lap old hards at that point. They can pit him for tires and then Red Bull could maybe leave Verstappen out and then Verstappen will go in front of Hamilton in the pits and then Hamilton will come out of the pits. Sure, I'll have better tires, but there's only five five laps left. The race might not restart. It might just end under safety car. Yeah, you would never pit Hamilton in that situation. Yeah. The other the other problem is if they don't pit Hamilton, Red Bull a hundred percent pit Verstappen because there's no reason not to because he has there's no one close enough behind him to get in front of him. Um, so that's what they and, do. They pit him for new soft tires, which are the fastest, yeah. and they only have a couple of laps to do anyway. So they pit him, and he still comes out in second place behind the safety yep. car. Yeah, so but then he doesn't lose any time because he just catches up to Hamilton anyway because oh, wow. under the safety car. Let's just um, point out that problem... Hamilton would have had the gap to pit had Perez not done his magic. That's true, actually. That's a fair yeah, point. I never thought about true, that. Yeah, Hamilton yeah, yeah. would have been able to pit and come back in, come back out in front of Verstappen anyway. I I still don't know if they would have though. It's weird. Well, because, because they would have been all going slower as well behind the safety car. Like, well, no, like... I mean, I don't know if Mercedes would have taken the choice. I mean, because it's weird, right? Because the way. Uh, I think they would have had in, to. In, in F1 strategy, you always, if you're in the lead, you want to do the same as everyone else. And if you're not in the lead, you want to do the opposite of everyone else. 
So I think Red Bull would always do the opposite of whatever Hamilton did. But anyway, the point is they're right next to each other. The problem is there are five lapped cars between Hamilton and Verstappen, like five other cars that they've lapped previously. Like Hamilton managed to get past and lapped, but Verstappen hasn't yet. So they're in between them, like physically on the track, not in the race, obviously, because they're like a lap down, but physically on the track, they're in the way. Um, and for a few laps, they just drive around the safety car. You know, they're evaluating the damage and trying to fix all the crash stuff. And, and everyone's just like, oh, it's just going to finish on the safety car. What a shame, you know, kind of boring, but, you know. Then they announce they announce on the thing that, so not, the, the stewards have a choice. They can either allow all the lapped cars to pass uh, to get out of the way and they like unlap themselves. And then once they've caught up, they restart the race. Or they can announce that, oh, lapped cars will not be allowed to pass, and they'll just restart in the order that they physically are on the track. The reason they l- let lapped cars pass is so they're not in the way of the leaders and stuff like that. And it's less dangerous because you don't have slow cars mixed in with fast cars. Anyway, um, but they announced that they won't allow cars to pass, or lap- they won't allow lapped cars to pass. So now it's like, oh, well, even if they do restart, there's five cars between Verstappen and Hamilton. You know, he has no chance. I think he then, still would have had a chance on those softs. He would have got past the back markers pretty okay. quick, and he would have caught up to Hamilton in a couple of corners. Yeah, but then he has to get past Hamilton. And yeah. He'll use all the good overtaking opportunities on the lapped cars, and then he'll catch Hamilton on the like hotel part Yeah, where you just screwed, right? Um, who knows? We'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll never know. And I think, and, and I was like, okay, this would be a pretty fitting end. You know, Can Verstappen make it past the five blue flags and catch Hamilton or whatever? Then they announce, and this is where the big thing of contention comes from, they announce that they're going to allow five lapped cars to pass. Can you guess which five? No. The ones, <laughs> yeah. in, the ones in between there's the ones in between Hamilton and Verstappen. Uh, they, they say, oh, actually, we are going to allow lapped cars fast, past, but only these five. Which has never happened ever. Oh, oh, <laughs> and they oh, also okay. then immediately said, "And the race will restart on the next lap with one more yeah. lap to go." Like, there, there are, yeah, <laughs> there are two laps left, and they're about to, you know, only have one lap left, and then, yeah, the, and the, cars the, the rules specifically say that, like, once the lapped cars have gone past, the safety car comes in at the end of the following lap. So that would have been the end of the race with one lap to go. Like, yeah, that would have um, been like lap negative one, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they just let the let the five go through between Verstappen and Hamilton and then say, right, start the race immediately. With one lap left. With one lap left. And Verstappen's on brand new soft tyres and tires. Hamilton's oh, on yeah. 30, 30 lap 40 old lap old, old hard tyres and it's just not a concept. Verstappen overtakes him on that last lap because, of course, he, he's, on, he's almost in a different car. Yeah, Hamilton leads the entire race outside of pit stops. And then, yeah, it's the problem is everyone's being like, oh, Hamilton, Max just got lucky or whatever. And then Max people, Max fans are like, oh, but Hamilton got lucky this whole time and he gets lucky all the time. So it's, it's, it's fine. It's, Max just getting lucky for once. But that's not the problem. The problem is Massey, who's the race director, just decided to make up a procedure. And it all comes from this bullshit, let them race. Like they were, <laughs> the boys he was, play. He was so desperate 
to not be the one to decide the championship by ending it under safety car or having to just wait, you know, too long. He literally decided the championship. That he literally decided the championship, (laughs) yes. It's like insane. It's just like, oh, well, we'll just, you know, we'll the cars are between them. We'll just let them pass and then they'll go and have at it. But it's just like, it's not a fair fight. It's yeah, just, because then yeah, who, I mean, the Carlos Sainz, who was in third place, then didn't have a chance to overtake yeah. Verstappen yeah, because the, the last cars that were in between second and third were still there. But the last cars like, in between first and second were gone. So Verstappen basically yeah. had free reign to go and attack. But, like it was but, just when you, whichever way you look at it from a, a moralistic rules perspective, nothing about that was right. <laughs> it's just fun. It's just like it totally obvious that they were only thinking about Hamilton and Verstappen because Ricardo, who's behind signs, was not allowed to up and lap himself, and he was catching the car in front, and suddenly he's just not allowed to to do it because he's behind. You know, he's too far. He's not in between Verstappen and Hamilton, right? And then like there's an overtime situation. You can't, cool. you can't in F1 because they don't have enough fuel and they can't yeah, refuel. Yeah, but they got, they got to change that. They need to do a <laughs> sudden death or do like a fist fight at the, at the end of the race. <laughs> I think there was another yeah. option open to him where he could have just red flagged it with five laps to go and restarted no, 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 the no, race. No, that's even, no, that's even worse because then you're red flagging for not safety reasons. You're red flagging for like... No, I agree. I hate the red flagging, like, but in either. the precedent that they've done this year, they have red flagged races at the end just to make it so that they get five laps of racing at the end or whatever. But I, I don't sure. like the fact that they do that because it, it just just it's manufacturing yeah. entertainment I mean, yeah, for yeah. the sake of it but yeah like I that mean, was an gonna... option that would have been better than what they actually did yeah yeah if they were going to be desperate to have a race then that would have been the better bullshit option but it still would have been the better bullshit option yeah it's like... but the, really the best option would have just been to leave the lapped cars where they were and just get the race started as quickly as possible one or two laps left Yes, Verstappen know, has to get past the the flapped cars, mm, but at least it would have been close. No, because it would have been like it would have been so messed up because they would have been blue flagged and they would have been obligated to get out of the way, and they have like two turns to do it or whatever. But if you don't immediately get out of the way, everyone's gonna hate you. But they're still racing each other. Like I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. I think that's just racing. Like then it turns down to Verstappen having to overtake the backmarkers, like he would overtake anybody is, else. You know, is it like... up to Verstappen or is it up to the backmarkers? Well, I would like both, to but... interject quickly. Yep. Uh-huh. This is why Americans don't watch F1. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> We've yeah, had an hour-long debate about yeah. the rules of Formula One. Like, like when's the last time we debated the rules of NASCAR, bro? <laughs> like, you just you just go in a circle for like 500 laps. Like, well, you don't oh, do that yeah. anymore. But that was that was another thing. Red Bull just retire Perez. Do you, do you know why Red Bull retired Perez? No. Because they didn't want him to have to unlap himself. It was one less car to unlap themselves. Oh, really? Right? Okay. <laughs> That's like they didn't. There's no re- Why did they retire Perez? Oh no, his car's gonna break the last race of the season. <laughs> Why else would they do it? Right. As soon as the safety car happens, they're like Perez. We need to retire. And Perez is like Perez even says why? <laughs> they just like retire the car, Perez. The <laughs> thing is, in the way. end, yes, like. Sir. <laughs> Like, in the end, the right person actually won the championship. Like, Verstappen had... Verstappen, in my eyes, performed better throughout the course of the championship. He had for more bad luck the season, yeah. for the majority of the season. Yes, his racecraft is, leaves a lot to be considered, but in general, he was the better performer. The Red Bull was better most of the, for most of the races, more often than not. 
and it, apart from Spa, which is the one where it was all rained off and they gave points anyway, that's the only one where he got some like free points. The rest of them he kind of didn't. I think Silverstone yeah. was 50-50 and he should have just backed out of it. If he'd backed out of Silverstone like he should have done, he would have won the championship easily. <laughs> so that's on him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the the rest of the race is like he's gotten unlucky with some of the, the things that have happened and the lack of points that he's been able to get. So you can't say like, well, either of them would have deserved to win it because they were both exemplary and it doesn't matter ultimately that one won over the other. But for it to end in such a controversial way with the rules just being completely disregarded at the whim of one person, it pretty much sums up how the entire season went in terms of the stewarding and the rules. Yeah, it's just terrible because now you can't even be happy for Verstappen because of it. His season will always have a big asterisk next to it. Yeah. It's just like was given the season by FIA, right? Yeah. Well, that makes next season all that more exciting, doesn't it? <laughs> Unless I yeah. saw someone say that Hamilton was talking about retiring because well, so, he so got his feelings hurt. Po- no, post no Hamilton is handles it actually pretty well post race. He does all the interviews and stuff, and they're happy. Again, I don't think Max and Verstappen did anything wrong this race. The only people at fault are the FIA. Yeah, but but post post race. Mercedes, um, there's there's some funny post race politics stuff. Mercedes like protest that. Well, here are all the rules that were broken. Oh yeah, Max went ahead under safety car of Hamilton by like an inch or something, but they just disregarded that. I was like, yeah, whatever. But the main thing they were protesting was the safety car procedure of yeah, you have to. Yeah. There was some bullshit about they were they used the word any. I can't remember what the sentence was. Any but car was, that's been lapped has to unlap itself. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was any lapped car has to unlap itself before the race can start. And Mercedes were like, "Hey, here's this rule that didn't happen." And then Red Bull counter appealed or whatever with, "Well, any doesn't mean all." And I'm just, <laughs> it's just a good meme. It's just like yeah, that's a yes, meme. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that yes, is English. It's absurd. It's any- absurd. <laughs> the sport is absurd. <laughs> Yeah. Not only does it make it, like I need at least an associate's degree to understand the sport. Like you can't yeah. just turn on Formula One and know what's going on. It's like I can turn on any other sport on the television, and like I kind of intrinsically know what's going on by what my eyeballs see. But it's, it's, it's Formula One is so silly. It's such a silly sport. The thing yeah. is, it's good you, though. You if you like the politics. You, you shouldn't need... Um, no, you, no, we don't like the politics. This is America. We don't like <laughs> politics. That's the one thing we all universally hate. You don't need any of this. Like, if it if if the rules are there, obviously, like, football has all of its intricate rules and all that kind of stuff, but... Football's rules are not intricate, okay? There, are we talking like, about the same football? Yeah, which, which football are we talking about? Oh, soccer, that, that's, not, or that's not real either. <laughs> That's, but like no, what I'm saying too. is like every sport has a set of rules, but the the average fan and viewer of the sport doesn't need to know them because they're all enforced by the people out there who are doing a proper job of enforcing it consistently. And the rule is the rule, and that is how it is. Formula One doesn't know <laughs> doesn't doesn't know what the rules are half the time. So mm-hmm. like that's why it becomes such an issue. And it is. It's a joke when that kind of stuff happens. And it's no surprise that nobody watch like, you know, people just don't watch it or connect with it in any way. Yep. But anyway, yeah, post race Mercedes protest a bunch of things. 
the FIA are like, lol, no, go away. Massey gives a really snide comment to Toto Wolf, who's like the leader of Mercedes. Massey's the leader of the F, the race director. I can't remember what exactly what he says on the radio, but he was like, Toto says like, what was that, Massey? And Massey says, a motor race, Toto. Or something, right? <laughs> um, um, he finally snaps at him. Um, but yeah, the then post-race, Mercedes, Mercedes won the Constructors' Championship. They were the fastest team. They just didn't win the Drivers' Championship, which is the only one anyone cares about. Um, Mercedes, after it, basically boycott the FIA. They like they don't turn up for any photo stuff in all of their race series, which is Formula 1 and Formula E. Formula E had nothing to do with it, but the Formula E team just didn't turn up for all the photo shoot stuff. They just boycotted them. Um, until something internally has happened. Like, Mercedes has obviously gone to the FIA like, yo, we're gonna, like, leave if you don't do something about this. So the FIA announced a thing where they're like, yeah, okay, we're gonna have an internal investigation into it. And one thing that's being pointed out in the, the announcement and stuff, where, like, the FIA talk about it, they never mention Michael Massey by name. <laughs> they just kind of leave him hung out to dry. And everybody is everybody is angry at Michael Massey right now and the FIA is just ignoring his existence. But they also blame the fans like they say oh uh, there was clearly a misunderstanding of the rules by the fans and we need to address this and it's like oh my god oh my god (laughs) Um, There's just just something very frustrating to me about F1 F1 like most likely has the most competent motor racing drivers in the world and then instead of having a level playing field for them all, it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah. That's that's frustrating to me. They're, they're, to yeah. be fair, they are, um, like, since the new owners have come in, they, they are trying to address that with cost caps and things like that. It's going to take some time, and, but there's brand forget, new... See, I don't even like that, bro. Like, forget have one yeah. place make all the cars, and they're yeah. all the same. I that, agree. That's the thing. That's, that's called Formula oh, Two. That's not the DNA of Formula One, though, is it? You can't yeah. do that. You got to let the teams the, do it themselves. The, the thing you're describing exists in many other motorsports. Yeah, like F3, free two, F E, IndyCar, IndyCar. Yeah. So just, you just have yeah, they're not the, They're not the pinnacle of of drivers. Like they're not I think the best cars. IndyCar's okay. Right? No, but, like second. But the the problem second. is that the the new owners are yes, that's a good thing that they're trying to get them to be more equal, so it's more the driver. But they're also doing more for the entertainment and the Netflix of it all, with which has led to seasons like this where we have rules just thrown out the window. So it's barely a sport at this point when it when you can just choose whatever rule that you want or throw them out of the window. So. I mean, do, do the like do the Formula One teams at least have like one foundation they have to work on in terms of engine or anything, or do they literally just make? No, like, there's all sorts of rules set. that they there's, have to design within. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes they don't follow them, Ruffy. Well, that's true. And yeah, then yeah. we don't find out why or how. Or yeah, like Ferrari. Suddenly, <laughs> yeah, suddenly Ferrari are just slower one day, and the FIA is like, "We came to an agreement." And it's just <laughs> like, "Well, what happened? Were they cheating? Were they not? What, what were they doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's it's so like I was really disillusioned with Formula. Mm. I still am. Like, <clears> uh, <throat> there's so many other good racing series that are more fun to watch. Like IndyCar. Speaking of Ruffy, <laughs> yeah, the next topic. I racing. Mr. <laughs> the the 
Mercedes AMG W12 E Performance, which is the Mercedes F1 car that was racing this season, is in iRacing. They added it. Mercedes, where the start, they, they, Mercedes, you know, you know, James from Valtteri, it's James. Yeah. He got together with iRacing at the beginning of the pandemic and worked with them on making improvements to the sim and adding the current Mercedes and the next year's Mercedes to iRacing. That's kind of crazy, can, that, though, isn't it? Like, you, yeah, that's, that's legit. Just like, <laughs> it, it's not like, it's not like, oh, you can just drive Hamilton's car in in, Co- in Codemasters F1 game. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> iRacing don't do things like that. They, like, take actual data from... My throat's given up. They take actual data from the cars. They, like, laser scan all the cars. They use... They work with the teams to make the cars. These are, like, real renditions of the cars. And it's wow. in iRacing. And this is, like, never happened with a current F1 car before because none of the teams want to share their data with anyone because the other teams can just steal it all, right? I guess they don't need to worry about that now because they're going to be getting new new cars. The next new rigs, yeah. yeah. That but, and they're also hiding a lot of telemetry stuff in the mm. sim, <laughs> so you can't access it. But yeah, the the they added the car to iRacing, and it's like absolutely insane that this is even a thing. It was I was actually surprised that it was the same price as all the other cars, like just twelve dollars. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to be yeah. like double the price or something like that. Yeah, that there there are some downsides. You can't use custom paints. Because Mercedes don't want you putting a Red Bull livery on their car, I suppose. <laughs> um, you can use the inbuilt paints, like you can still color your car like you do, Ruffy. You yeah. colored your car like orange. You can still do that. Um, so everyone's making pseudo Red Bull Ferrari and stuff <laughs> liveries, right? But you can't put logos on it, which is which is fine. Like I'm okay with these. The, all the compromises I'm okay with because we have a real F1 car in iRacing. <laughs> it's insane. Um, yeah, I, I've. I've been driving nothing but it. That's the, the, I, when it came out, I made this setup work. <laughs> Just so you could like, drive I'm it. I'm going to drive this. <laughs> yeah. And it's like from from gears one to four, if you put your foot down, you'll spin. <laughs> but if you're not in those gears from like five to eight, um, it's a dream to drive. And Eight gears. That's why. And I... The way my driving style really suits downforce cars, because I'm like the kind of guy that just maintains as much speed as possible through the corner, right? Um, I suck at like sports cars, but downforce cars I'm really good at. I, I love this car so much. Um, the races haven't gone well for me, because while I feel like I'm good in the car, the people I'm racing against aren't and are crashing into me a lot. Um, I, I started at an A license, these numbers won't make any sense for people that don't know I racing, but but I started at an A license 3.75 and 2,200 I rating. Let me open the game. I'm currently at A license like one point something. Holy I, shit. I went, I went down to 1.25 and then I like grinded time trials to get it back up. Don't you, don't you uh, get I'll, demoted to a B license if you're below two at, at the end of the at season? one. Yeah, Hello. and if you go below one, you get instantly. Wow. <laughs> so I would have lost the ability to drive the F1 car. Uh, and I currently have 1,813 I rating. I've, I've lost 400 I rating. Dude, that's a hardcore game. Like, oh, yeah. you're, they don't allow you to drive cars if you're not good enough. Yeah, of course. 
in in races like the certain race series that are locked off to certain safety rating licenses <laughs> yeah you start Dude. as a rookie and you can only drive like mx5s and formula v's and then you have to like earn your ability to drive other stuff yeah. Imagine if, like, Call of Duty did that. Like, no, your accuracy is trash. You don't get to use snipers. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to. No. <laughs> like, That'd be geez. pretty fun. I'd like to see that. <laughs> be interesting. But, but yeah, so I haven't had the best time in it. But even though I've lost the most I rating and safety rating I've ever lost, I'm still having fun and I'm still just driving it constantly. <laughs> I bought it, but I haven't tried it yet. I'll give it a go at oh, some point. But I, have, I had to buy to it. it. I bought a lot of try cars, tr- but I had to buy that. Try it around like Spa or Silverstone and see how many corners you can do flat. Okay. It like, doesn't make any sense that you could do them flat. <laughs> um uh right yeah, i think that's really all good. we've got to say for for this one since it's it's you know two and a quarter hours well, 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 and we've covered well, I mean, everything this, this i mean this will be a good time to announce what you're doing in iRacing Ruffy, right no what do you mean what am i doing in iRacing i haven't said haven't I, I, I haven't you know said anything specific or uh agreed to anything yet okay i'm just now would be a good time to do those things <laughs> You know, Daytona 24, and every weekend there's a GT3 endurance race, and you know, all this stuff happening. iRacing is not good for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Only need GTA. iRacing doesn't work. Well, you've done no. your GTA now, right? The DLC came out, and you you did it. Now you can go do other things, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how it works. Yeah, nobody wants GTA from now until the next DLC. <laughs> Absolutely. When's G Fred? Are you going to do random all after this? Why are you talking to these people? When's random all? Oh, Noss is being funny, but I mean, it's true. <laughs> he's 100% oh, no, it's accurate. not funny. I'm smiling, but I'm actually quite depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think about the majority of your viewers, I get very depressed. <laughs> That'd be Basically, a good all your, all, your, all your viewers who are not here for the podcast make me depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's the same situation for me. You think I make any money playing iRacing? Like, oh, I, yeah. I no, no, no. Like, I don't, tr- I try not to think about your viewer base because it makes me want to, like, I just, it's really depressing, like, majorly <laughs> depressing. Your viewer base is upsetting. What are your thoughts on the final F1 race? Wondersniff puts in the chat. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just a dedicated viewer right there. Oh, good Lord. It's so triggering. Hey, have you already talked about, have you already talked about F1? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take it we're not having any community questions just for that reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can take any. Honestly, I think uh, I think it's a good yeah. it's a good idea. And like, I'm at the I'm at my wits end this week. This is the end With of four days of pain. So what did you what what did everyone ask Santa for for Christmas? Nothing. Uh, I was about to lead into something. Hang on. <laughs> no, nothing. Okay, now lead need, into the thing you were leading into. Roughly. I need a thousand dollars from Santa. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> notice, notice, bruv, I'm trying to save you here. <laughs> I'm not letting you get on. This is like the only time we communicate voice to voice. I have to nag him now. I'm sorry, it's right after DLC, but I didn't make the timing for it. Supposedly, the Daytona 24 Hours is some point in January, and I have some interest in maybe doing it. That's all I can say at this point. 
Okay, okay. Because but the thing we need to know because if if you're not interested in doing it, I'm doing it in the LMP two. But if you are going to do it, you're going to want to do it in the GT three, which is totally reasonable. And then I'll drive the GT three, right? But I we need to know <laughs> when is it? What's the date? Uh, I posted it in here somewhere. Let me scroll up. Uh, the January twenty first to twenty third. So we'll probably do the twenty first to twenty second. No. Live from the honeymoon we'll, suite. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we'll do twenty second to twenty third. Sorry, Saturday, Sunday. You see, you can't do twenty first to twenty second. I mean, we we could do, but it, that's like the Australia time zone, right? Like it, okay. it'll be like really bad time for us. Okay. <sighs> it means no podcast in January. No, I'm sure. How many people? Two hundred people won't mind. I mean, we didn't have a podcast in November, so I mean, no, no, we could do a podcast during the race. Yes, Ooh, that'd be like, fun. We could do live commentary, a special episode. Yeah, we're not driving all the time. Just have it in the background. I'll drive in real life. I'll drive in real life during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, okay. Right. Hopefully, I'll be doing that'll be my first eye racing endurance event as a married man. Hopefully, let's <laughs> and we'll do some okay. podcastery during it as well. And clipping this, okay, <laughs> driving the Lamborghini, right? Yeah, yeah, the Lambo, the Lambo, okay, yeah. Lamborghini. Yeah, that's, that's the GT3, even that one, the Mercedes. But what kind of Lamborghini like, like is it? Uh, Hurricane Evo. Cool. I actually um, I, I tried all the GT3 cars and many other cars because I actually caught iRacing at a time when it was down. Um, oh, nice. And I, I figured out the three cars. There's three cars that I like to drive. The Lamborghini, the Audi, and the uh, McLaren. The Oh, the Audi GT3. The yeah. Audi is basically the same as the Lambo. Oh, well, that's pretty well. They're the same car because they're the same company, right? Mm. It's just a different body on them. <laughs> Um, but the McLaren was incredible. I think I enjoyed the McLaren the most, honestly. I think the McLaren has a tendency to kill you. Oh, really? Okay, that's great news. I bought it yeah, anyway. It, so. Okay, yeah. I, I, people don't. It spits flames out the back, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the details, but it has a tendency to just insta kill you sometimes for oh, some okay. reason. All right, 24 hours of Daytona. I'll do it. I mean, it's a race I've always wanted to do, I suppose. So. Yeah. yeah, you just turn left most of the time. It's fine. Yeah, and then, and then there's a cool road course in the middle. It's a, it's fantastic. It is. I a course. Course. I'm I not looking really forward did. to the first corner though. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be able to figure out how to drive the first <laughs> oh, corner at all. You just dive in at 400 miles per hour. There are two <laughs> options: you can brake on the oval, or you can trail brake down it. And trail braking is obviously faster. And I'm going to fail that part, miserably. Well the, well, the difficult part is deciding what the person in front of you and behind <laughs> you is going to do. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. There's two approaches and nobody can make their mind up. <laughs> All right, well, we'll look they, forward to that. They probably do it different every lap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll try to do something podcasty. Maybe it's something, if we, even if we don't do a full podcast, we can do something that we'll put up as like a special episode on the channel or something. Just podcasting via racing or something. Yeah, so I mean, be yeah. back to our roots. That's how it all started. That basically. is how it all started. It was through heisting, wasn't it, initially on yeah. GTA? Yeah. The very first podcast we did, I was doing the Criminal Mastermind Challenge for like seven hours, and we got podcasting at the time, which was just yeah. us chatting, but, I mean, it turned into something. Yeah. 
I'm not doing timestamps for a whole iRacing 24 hour event. <laughs> no, no, forget that. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You throw that one out. <laughs> All well, right. It'll be, well, if we do do it in January, it'll be episode 69 as well. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, but would we call it episode dark? 69, or would that just be like special episode like 68 and a half or something? Because it's we not gonna, a full we fledged talk episode. About, about the inappropriate, mm. the inappropriate topics on mm. our 69th episode. You've got to give me time. I'm single now. Come on, hang on. Just got to go on some. Hops. You don't have to be in a relationship to talk about inappropriate. Uh... <laughs> Listen, man, I just got a VR headset. I'm never leaving the house. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And on that note, we shall all wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a wholesome Christmas for everybody. <laughs> Remember this over Christmas. Yeah. When's this going to go up, actually? Let me see. Uh, it'll go up on the 23rd. So, yeah, right before Christmas. That'll be the last thing people hear. <laughs> Christmas. All right. Um, thank you guys for joining us for this year. We've we've largely stuck to a schedule of doing one every month, apart from one or two missed months. But I think you know we we've kept it. We need to bring back the game nights though. Yeah, I miss those. Those were fun. Um, but yeah, Among we'll... Us is fun. Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you guys for all being with us. I hope you all have a merry Christmas or a happy holidays mm-hmm. uh, to everybody in the podcast and all of you watching as well. Um, and. Yeah, we'll we'll see you in 2022 in January. We'll we'll get all the updates on what's happening in people's lives, and I'm hoping I'll be married by then. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on with the with la- that life thing. <laughs> yeah. All maybe right. I'll be next. Maybe maybe, maybe I'll, I'll be next. next. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all, guys. Thank you guys so much. Do you all want to say goodbye, guys? Bye, Bye, guys. Goodbye. See you all later. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. See you later.